It's the Game Central Podcast, episode 31, and there are a few changes going on around here. You may have noticed that last week there wasn't a traditional podcast up, and Gareth had to do a kind of light podcast, didn't you, Gareth? But you enjoyed it. No, I, t- I enjoyed nothing about last week. <laughs> you <laughs> Apart did. Apart from the original down. one, we us three did. The rest but Gareth, of that would, you, would you be willing to just do like a little podcast after this one, summing up what happened in this one? what we all kind of said and what our opinions was but in a kind of half an hour uh, sort of round up podcast alright yeah that'll be airing directly after this one in the same audio file so uh, <laughs> excellent that'll be brilliant oh yes some pretty big changes are afoot one of those changes is that Guy is dead theoretically on his pot- no <laughs> say if he was actually dead because this could go out on Thursday and unfortunately he could have died in between that point then yay! So, <laughs> there you go. Just make sure that you mean it. Now let's say some pretty inflammatory things about Guy Whitlock. Guy Whitlock is living the rock star lifestyle on the taxpayer's expense. He goes on holiday, has wild sex, drinks and gets tattoos done. This is a slap in the face to anyone who does a 9 to 5 and even night shifts like Paul Lynn. His rockstar attitude, which includes thinking he could roll up at any point with no reasonable excuse given, was just not good enough, I'm afraid. Guy will join us from time to time when it suits him. Not that much of a change, really. So we have adopted Don Goss on a permanent basis from now on. He also has his faults, but fortunately he keeps them under control and a record of them are also kept in his local police station. So welcome to you, Don. Hello. It's nice to have you on board. Nice You've been on the board. podcast. It mm. is. It's a nice, and it's nice, and hopefully it doesn't sink like the Titanic. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> no, we still love Guy, don't we? How could you not? Oh, yeah. I remember my favourite ever Guy moment. It was, um, Gareth, what was that moment? That that Guy moment? Yeah. Um, the top Guy moment. We're just remembering him now, obviously, because he's not on it as much. That guy. But he did, he did something once. Do you remember, Don? Well, there was I'm something sure he did that was... was pretty funny. I remember laughing at something he said once. He, uh, he asked that really good joke about Drive Club, where <laughs> Drive Club's like a golf game. I love that no, joke. That's the classic, that's yours, classic guy. What? You do that every week. That's your joke. Don't give that one to Guy. He doesn't oh. deserve it. Huh. So anyway, we are here. Myself and Gareth are never going to leave your side. But to be honest, it has come pretty close this week. But like responsible parents, we have decided that it's best to stay together for the sake of the children. People say it does more damage in the long run, but we'll just have to wait and see. But the podcast needs a name change to signify the great changes afoot. We could pick from Game Central Lives Redemption, Reloaded or Retribution. What do you like, Don? Um, I personally like Revengeance. Wow. It's none of those choices, but it's better. Well... (laughs) What show we have coming up to you today on Game Central Revengeance? We have our weekly news roundup, also taking a little about what went on at Gamescom last week. Our feature this week will be talking to Paul Lynn in depth about Battlefield. Long-term listeners will remember he has been on the podcast before a while back. Yes, long-term listeners may remember, but we very much doubt that he has recollection of it taking place. He was also 
very drunk at the time. It was also famously where Guy Whitlock first met the love of his life, Anna. Like an arranged marriage, I'll be taking the credit for that one. And of course, to round it all off, we have What Have We Been Playing This Week? Or as Don likes to call it in his self-centred universe, What Have I Been Playing? So are we all good this week, guys? Yep. Yeah. Anything yeah. great happened to you this week, Gareth? Uh, uh, my friends came up from Nottingham. That was oh, fun. Oh, did they? Or... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spent the weekend with them. Did you have, even on Friday? <laughs> yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mate. That's what weekend means to me. You know? Yeah, well, yeah. I thought weekend was Saturday, Sunday. Well, but well. obviously, you're changing the days around. Is <laughs> that just what you want? Have a three-day weekend, Gareth. Treat yourself, you know. Treat yourself now, and then. Is next week <laughs> week going to be a three-day weekend, or is well, it it's a bank holiday, that? so yes. Oh yes, and that's for you as well, Don. So enjoy it that, okay. Sweet, yeah. I will. Thanks. You're, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, on to the news. So Gamescom has been and gone. That's a nice um, little rhyme there. For those of you who do not know what Gamescom is, it is held in Germany. And as they couldn't wait to brag and let the world know that they are the current world champions after winning the World Cup in Brazil this summer, what they didn't mention quite conveniently is that they also started two world wars that cost many people their lives and also blindly followed a, and I think I'm right in saying this, racist. So and so (laughs) to commit heinous crimes. No, the gaming media do not converse to celebrate Germany winning the World Cup. They gather to see games that were shown and announced a few months previously, E3, all over again. Is this a waste of everyone's time? Well, yes and no. Most of the games announced had already been shown off, and like the Germans hunting for Anne Frank, you would have to search high and low to find anything genuinely regarded as new. Like preparing fugu, which is the ancient Japanese art of preparing puffer fish for people to eat safely. We will be removing all of the inedible bits, like the poisonous gland that can cause death in moments, and only lessen you feast on the finest morsels of gaming information. Speaking of unwanted glands, here is Oriental Ladyboy lover Don Goss to give you the lowdown on all the biggest news to come out of Gamescom, entitled Games Don. So what's been going on, Don? <laughs> I'd forgotten about the whole Ladyboy thing. Yeah, well, we've not done it before. (laughs) You wouldn't know about that. It's not like I reuse stuff that I've already written. (laughs) That never happens. Uh, Yeah, so Gamescom was last week. Uh, We all uh, had a good old watch of lots of lovely presentations, lovely, lovely videos of lots of lovely, lovely gameplay, or just trailers in a lot of cases, in Sony's uh, particular case. Uh, Activision had their one on the... uh, I can't move on what days of the week it was, but they went first. Then we had Microsoft and Sony. Uh, then EA and a few other uh, publishers had theirs in the following days. Um, what did happen? Christ, what did happen? <laughs> what didn't happen? Uh, what did happen is even more. Say what didn't happen. That'd be easier, wouldn't it? What didn't happen is Microsoft <laughs> definitely didn't pretend that they were taking ownership of <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider when really they weren't. That definitely Which is controversial. Happen. <clears throat> yeah, so and, we didn't uh, talk about that last week, did we? Uh, uh, well, it had only just happened when we'd uh, we we recorded last week, and yeah. Uh, yeah, turns out it's not actually an exclusive at all. It's just a timed exclusive for Xbox, 
Yeah, but uh, we don't so. know what the time is. Yeah, and uh, it's not going to be five years like you might have predicted. It could be five years. <laughs> it could be ten years. It could be 50 years. We you just know? know it's not forever. <laughs> it could be a HD re-release on the PlayStation 5. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> like we got with Tomb Raider. Um, what was the one they upscaled? The new Tomb Raider, isn't it? On yeah. Xbox 360, then they then uh, I reckon it will be on the PlayStation 6 as Tomb Raider Origins Definitive Edition. Definitive Edition. Yeah. <laughs> Tomb Raider Origins it, Collection in 4K HD. Yeah. Yeah, 3D <laughs> as well. Yeah. Uh, it's 3D still a thing. People don't seem to care about it anymore. No, I think 3D's died a death. Yeah, oh, I think we'll, we'll all be viewing everything in 2D in about six months' time. <laughs> Even yeah. 1D. <laughs> what is 1D? Is that something? One Direction? They're pretty well. Oh, yes. <laughs> you make me feel like <laughs> Shit. I myself like nobody oh, else. Oh, I should have known that. Beautiful. So that was the number one hit. I Ooh. actually watched a documentary about them the other day. <laughs> They're quite laid-back guys, but... Um, it's a bit crazy. I don't know how I'd react to it, to be honest. So I'm not going to audition for X Factor this year. And seriously, guys, you're not going to talk me into it, so just stop. <laughs> right, so Gareth, was there any kind of standout games for you that you would have been torn between? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, there are a number of good indie games. Uh, if you had to make me pick one standout, I don't think I could do it. I think I would probably be torn to pick my favourite. Well, I guess the fortune teller's right. <laughs> oh, I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel. I'm cold and I'm ashamed. Lying broken on the floor. <laughs> but seriously, I was watching a video. Why would you be cold and shamed lying broken on the floor? Have you ever been like that, Don? <laughs> uh, strangely enough, um, yes, I have. Oh, I've been warm. It, it was uh, after a particularly heavy, heavy night out. Some very strange yeah. things happened. There were things involved that are best not spoken about. Well, if you live that kind of lifestyle, things like that are going to happen now and then. They so, are. are you they torn are. between, Gareth? Uh, oh, God, what were they? <laughs> <laughs> One was super hot. We haven't talked about super hot. Super hot. Super hot. Most annoying trailer in all of civilization. <laughs> it's amazing. Come on. Only because you put money towards it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have already bought a copy for the PC before it's even out. But that's not the point. <laughs> I'm making a game, Gareth. Do you want to buy it off me for £20? It's not finished yet. <laughs> what is Just it? Send this money. Um, I don't know. I haven't even started thinking about it. I need the money to be able to develop it. Well, then no. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah, Super Hot's like... It's a first-person shooter puzzle game where time only moves when you move, and it looks awesome. Don't know what the what the beef is with you and Superhot. It's just the trailer. Sorry, Gareth. <laughs> I said I don't know what the beef is between you and Superhot. I don't, I, don't, I don't. There is no beef. It's just literally I was sitting there, looked at the trailer, I thought, oh, this game looks awesome, and then by the twentieth time it said super hot, I was kind of like shaking in my chair, thinking, please stop. It's like if we're on the bus together, Gareth, you don't know me and I'm sitting there going in your ear, hello, you, hello, you, hello, you, hello, you. You're going to get quite annoyed by the end of it. <laughs> well, yes, that is 
That's a fact right there. And that's how I that's how I felt watching the trailer. <laughs> I couldn't concentrate on it by the end. It's just a it's just a little gimmick. It's not anything. Ruinous. Sort of gimmick to turn people off their game. It Good well, gimmick. it turned me on. To oh yes. Game. So you know, you know how it is. I know how it is, man. I know. So, <laughs> what was your second game? Um, I think it was Wild, which yeah. is the um, Miguel Ancel game. The guy who created Rayman. Oh yes. Um, yes. they showed a trailer which was very sort of cryptic, almost just a load of people running around doing random stuff. But the way you set it up, he said, anybody playing can take control of any character or creature in the world. So mm. it sounds like sort of a drop-in MMO where you can just take control of anyone. And there's stuff like, there's there's a bit in the trailer where there's a giant eagle, and then there's like a giant naked woman coming out of a tree trunk. Oh. So it's like, you don't really know anything <laughs> also, about what that game's going to be. There's also like a, a fish. So... What are you going to do <laughs> Whatever you want, man. Fish don't give a shit. Fish are balling. They do whatever they want, whenever they want. I think if you ended up with a fish, you would just probably log out of that server and then try and find one and keep going until you ended up with something good, like the naked tree woman. Nah, I, I just swim downstream as fast as I could. The second I saw somebody jump out of the water at their face, Slap just give them a big fish slap, and then... <laughs> Then it I sounds die. like someone's having fever dreams. Uh, yeah, I'd actually... play that game though, that sounds good. Yeah. Fish I'd slap. Do that. Oh man, that's the that's your fish game, Rob. Slap. You put that on Kickstarter. <laughs> slap. Fish slap twenty fourteen. Slap. Okay, twenty pound buy in, Gareth. Kickstarter. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <Okay. laughs> Alright, so um Bob, is there anything that uh, that stood out for you? <laughs> I was uh, well I was also I looked at the actress and um uh, presentation the day before as well and uh microsoft also had even more on uh call of duty advanced warfare or advanced yeah. halo as it has become known ever since because <laughs> yeah. um, uh i mean this is the first call of duty game i've kind of slightly even just you know remote been remotely interested in because it registered a twitch i think uh, it registered a little twitch um yeah. mainly because i'm i'm a halo fan and i prefer the kind of sci-fi setting for this sort of stuff um <clears throat> and um yeah, they they had a multiplayer demonstration and a big trailer for the new multiplayer modes where they've adopted a lot of the same kind of uh, abilities and perks as you've got in Halo 4 uh, and the movement set that's uh, very, very similar to that from Titanfall uh, with the double jumps, being able to uh, to uh, skate left and right and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, it seemed to get a bit of a pasting fall from the, the audience who weren't that enthusiastic um, about the whole thing. Um, from what I could tell just by looking into their dead blank eyes well I think that's the thing with uh, Call of Duty isn't it they, like if I was sitting down there I'd be like oh god and like when the trailer was on I'd be going oh I don't even want to watch this just, just Kevin yeah. like yeah like Kevin the and Perry. <laughs> what's this oh god well it's kind of weird because I mean Halo 4 got a bit of stick um, when the multiplayer came out for that and everyone was kind of saying it's too much like Call of Duty and now um, this has happened with Advanced Warfare, and they're saying it's too much like, you know, Halo 4. Hello. But, you know. <laughs> hello? Yeah, I thought you said hello. I did. I said oh, yeah. hello, hello 4. Hello. Hello. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's, I guess that's quite probably why I find it a bit more interesting, because I'm a Halo fan. I like Halo 4 multiplayer. Mostly. Uh, they've 
they've they've changed a lot of it in the last year to so it's a, kind of moved a lot more over to please the uh, the esports crowd, um, which isn't the best thing in the world if you ask me. But there you go. Um, but uh, you know that's, that's got me a bit more interested in Call of Duty Advanced Warfare than I would otherwise have been. Plus Kevin Spacey, it's Kevin Spacey. I like Kevin Spacey. He's good in everything. He makes everything a bit better. Thank you. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. So if you like Call of Duty and Halo, good Hello. news for you. <laughs> if you don't like Halo, bad news for you. I did, I did say two, Don. That's one. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell. Didn't want to embarrass you. I was just oh, waiting for you yeah. to come on with a second one. I was, you know, I was going to allow you to do the presenter thing and, you know, say, what about your second game, there, Don? That oh, well, really, what about your second game, Don? What you just said about, about uh, Halo and Advanced Warfare. Funny enough, yeah. you're going to talk about Halo now, aren't you? Of course you are. You're going to talk about it. Here we go. The Master Chief <laughs> Legacy. Master Chief uh, Collection, yep. And the Halo Channel were announced by Microsoft. Uh, basically, everything to do with Halo ever. Uh, Sounds like a really nice place, the Hello Channel. <laughs> hey! Quite... <laughs> that joke's never... my, my daughter's really into Halo Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Kitty! Did you used to watch Halo Hello? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> oh dear! Thank you. Yeah. Right. So, so the yeah. Halo Channel, Don. When I was looking at it, yep. it looked like a load of just things rushing towards my face. It was the most <laughs> confusing thing I've ever seen in my life. Information overload. But was you able to pick out the information? Yeah, I mean, they have made it... Try- they've tried to give it a very futuristic kind of minority report matrix look to the whole thing. Pile it all together, give it a very slick interface. Um, but it is just everything there. It's literally the game's stats for literally everything you can think of to do with your multiplayer, your campaigns. Um, Forward Unto Dawn is on there. The new TV show, Nightfall, they're making... That will be um, on there as well, uh, all in one place. So uh, I presume it will be an app for the Xbox One on its own little solo channel app that you can then go on and do whatever you want within the world of Halo. It will probably have, um, uh, well, it's got dedicated servers anyway, but it will have um, probably online chat just for people uh, within the Halo channel, no doubt, to set up little matches between you, your friends, or pick up some, pick up a stranger. Chicks. <laughs> pick up chicks. I don't know how many uh, chicks there will be in there after the Four. first... 20 minutes of uh, <laughs> do, you, do you want me to give you your pickup <laughs> line if there are any chicks in there Don oh would it be hello by any chance? no no you, you ready for this ready? that's just a, an introduction are you ready <laughs> just, I'll strap myself in for this okay. you say hello is it chief you're looking for oh, oh there yes. you go guaranteed that is guaranteed every time you know I've, I've, I've also got a joke go on. go on you do one first Don because I haven't thought of it properly <laughs> Or I could instead tell you about uh, the Halo 2 anniversary edition. Right, and, and when I get it, I'll just butt in. Yes, right. do that as you're known to do. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they also showed off the uh, anniversary edition of Halo 2 uh, with the uh, the multiplayer map. Um, and I had a tournament of that actually this weekend, just gone to show that off. Um, so it's obviously finished and all ready to go. Um, it looks just like um, Halo Anniversary Edition uh, on the Xbox 360. Uh, they seem to have used the exact same graphics engine um, for that. So it's not quite the full, massive Xbox One level HD upgrade people might have been expecting, but it looks pretty respectable. Uh, they've added a few new features to the maps, uh, like a few little trigger points where you can trigger like waterfalls and things like that within the maps um, just to change things up a little bit. For, add a bit more tactical. A bit of uh, from Battlefield. 
they're all blended into one, aren't they? It's all just becoming one homogenized multiplaying game. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And the Halo Guardian, sorry, Halo 5 Guardians and uh, multiplayer beta begins in December. Um, so that is all there is to say about that. And Rob, your joke is ready now. Are you Go. ready? Ready. Really ready. Um, uh, Halo. You can't spell ODST without STD. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've, got, I've got another one. No, Gareth, you had your okay. turn. Stop trying to ask me. <laughs> okay. All right, do it then, and they can, that could be like an extra at the end. Right. <laughs> when they ask you, like, so, so how did your date go with that girl you met on the uh, Halo channel? You say, yeah. I bit her. <laughs> <laughs> you bit her? I bit her, because of the Arbiter oh, in God. Halo. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I bit her. I bit her. Arbiter. Yeah, yeah exactly. No. Really stretching the borders yeah. of comedy there. All right, well. that, that is... I don't know if that... Is that even... I don't know. What do you think, Don? <laughs> I think we should move on to Sony. Halo, is it me you're looking for? See, that one, that's a good one. We're not moving on to Sony, because Rob needs to just say his game quickly. You're right, he does. Um, thank you very much. Rob, um, why do you think that? I'm really into FIFA. I know a lot of people say... Yeah. Oh. But I really... Yeah, it would be you. You're not a fan of football. <laughs> no. But this year, Don, I think you should really give it a go. I'm not a fan of, you know, wrestling. But the mechanics of the game, I absolutely love. Um, that's why I play it, and I can enjoy it as a game. The same as football being a competitive game, you would like it. You would like the way it plays. You'd like the shooting and stuff like that. It feels very satisfying. Gareth likes playing the old NBA games, but he's not really into basketball. But because he <laughs> just... You do, Gareth. That's not true at all. <laughs> right, you like Earth Defence Force, but you don't like spiders. <laughs> I... Yeah? No, no, no. I kill spiders in both Earth Defence Force and real life. Oh yeah, see there you go, absolutely, well I can't really find a comparison, but um, <laughs> this year they're not really going to be doing anything overly over the top that's to do with changes, they've got to that point where they don't want to do a pro evo, which is basically get to a perfection and then basically destroy the shit out of your franchise and never able to get it back, or the customer base, they've reached that level of perfection now, I think it will be minimal improvements, um, stuff to the career mode, ultimate team, where you can watch people open up packets of players and then scream into the mic because they've got a rare player. I just love it. Forza Horizon 2, again, really looking forward to that. It's a game that's reached perfection. I'm looking forward to the new visual style, the new luscious, luscious um, visuals. That's about it, really. Um, nothing too exciting. But, uh, Gareth? Mm-hmm. What is going on in the broader sense of the word in terms of news? News? Yeah. Um, well, we're just going to ignore Sony then. <laughs> oh, I thought we'd done that as a whole kind of summing up. Was that not a whole summing up? Um, I'm not 100% sure. It's well, we all covered, right. They were all Microsoft games. But, okay, yeah. well, just just tell us about Sony quickly then, Don, because it sounds like you wanted to go right up it. So. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, Sony's conference uh, was uh, equally good. Uh, they had a lot more trailers than Microsoft. They've got... Um, 
a lot more gameplay trailers and uh they also showed a lot more of their indie developing uh indie developers work that's coming through and uh, there's been a bit of a competition i think going on between uh microsoft and sony uh trying to uh, prove that who's the most indie friendly uh platform uh which really uh only works in the favor of the indie developers really because it means uh everyone's bending over backwards to please them or which forwards. is or forwards sometimes you need yeah. that and it helps industry. to be honest bending over forwards is a fucking lot easier it is. The over backwards. I think that's the whole point in what it means. <laughs> Do you know what? You might be right there. I, know <laughs> I, <think so. laughs> I may have gone my whole life without realising that. <clears throat> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so they show, Sony showed off a bunch of their, their, kind of their new IPs as well. They showed a lot more gameplay for stuff like Bloodborne and The Order 1886. Uh, both which are looking good, um, although I, I still think they look a lot like Resident Evil 4. Having said that, though, I have seen a bit more of Bloodborne since then, and it's not really as much like Resident Evil 4 like as I thought it was. Uh, it's a, See, so you, you shouldn't have said that, because then you wouldn't have seen Silly now. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm, I'm perfectly happy to, uh, to, uh, to say that I'm wrong and retract my statements and, you know, well, cover, unlike cover up. some people I know. Also cover up the lies and just pretend I didn't say something. But, you know, yeah. I'm prepared to do all those things. What about Drive um, Club? Have you seen Drive Club? <clears throat> what the golf game? Yeah, the golf, the golf game. <laughs> <laughs> there was two drive clubs there, I think. There was a drive club that had something to do with cars, and then there's the one Gareth's always going on about. The Tiger Woods version. Drive no, no, club. It doesn't Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. But, but... Tiger Woods drove into a um, post ages ago. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Didn't he crash his car trying to run away? Some I don't know. He'd been cheating on his wife with about four thousand other women. Oh yeah. Surprised when he got caught and then crashed his car. Well, you know, you might as well. Yeah. What's gone back? Yep. Uh, one thing about Bloodborne, though, talking about obviously it's made by From Software, um, the, uh, the the Dark Souls people. Um, the uh, the bit that's made me change my mind back from it being a Resident Evil game back more to a Dark Souls game is uh, they've explained the kind of the health system and the weapon system there's uh, there's no shields in this game apparently there was no shields they're going they're trying to you know made it even harder than Dark Souls you can't even protect yourself <laughs> so instead of that what they've done is uh, they've changed the health system so rather than your health just being depleted every time you get hit um, you get a chance to recover from that health if you correctly time a, uh, a, a retaliatory strike immediately after you get hit you can then recover um, your your health or courage or boldness as uh, as they're calling it rather than health um, which uh, you know lends to you to be a bit more adventurous I guess take a few more risks in going in and attacking enemies and stuff um, there's a different risk rewards kind of mechanic going on there um, so it should make for a quite interesting game and the the enemy designs are brilliant. They look amazing. They're some of the best designs I think I've seen in a long time. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Right, okay. so on to, uh, Nintendo, Gareth? <clears throat> Nintendo, uh, I don't think they were really there. Were they? They. The only thing that got announced from Nintendo around that time frame was the new 3DS with the Smash Bros. branding. Yeah, that they didn't even bother colouring in. <laughs> 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 just laziness isn't it uh, yes we're, we're the we're the ones to talk to people about laziness <laughs> right now we've already used up all the jokes from last week just have we already quick fire no to this week 
dear. Well, when was I going to use that joke, Gareth? I couldn't use it like at the end of the podcast, just come out with it, because then it, was, it wouldn't be in reference to I, anything. I don't mind using that joke. It's just using all our jokes again from the last podcast. Yeah. And then calling Nintendo lazy. <laughs> oh, well, I'm very sorry. But the next section is brand new and fresh, Gareth. So it won't bore That's you true. as much. <laughs> yeah. Right. So let's go straight on to the regular news this week. Um, Gareth, you've got some quite interesting news, haven't you? Yeah. So um, I'm going to say some words to you. And uh, you, you tell me the first thing that you think of, yeah? Rape. Oh, we haven't no. started. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I always do that. Sorry. Alright, okay. Phone app. Okay. Uh, card game. Strategy. And statistics. These are all exciting words, Gareth. Now, if that doesn't make you think about wrestlers, I don't know what will. <laughs> because the WWE have released a card game for mobile. No. Yep. Jesus. It's called Supercard. Supercard. <laughs> and it's available now, and it's free ah. to play. Uh, uh, Flappy Bird creator Don Nugion, which sounds like one of Don's boyfriends, announces that he's <laughs> going to be making a new horizontal scrolling game called Swing Copters, which is also something that he sounds like he likes to play with his uh, boyfriends. So are we all looking for the, forward to this? So Swing Copters, not really. Oh, yes. <laughs> swing Copters. Well, hopefully he doesn't make any money from it because we know oh, how much he bloody hates it when that happens. He all he wants to do way. is release a game that no one's going to buy and no one's going to pay play, so just leave the guy alone. Um, In fairness before... to him Sorry, as well, Gareth. he did release it for free, so, you know. Oh, he, is, he is following his, uh, his passion his lesson, of making his no money. He doesn't want the money, so he's realised, I can just release it for free. What am I doing? Yeah. I don't have the whole money, fucking millions of dollars in <laughs> fucking problem. trouble I had before. Yeah. Case, problem solved. Genius. Right. So uh, a lot of World Warcraftians are going to be pretty upset by the news that subscriptions are going to cost. Obviously, subscriptions are going to cost, but the cost of a subscription is going to increase. So, for all that news, uh, here is online gaming correspondent, Gareth Williams. Is that my, is that my turf now? It's your official title. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. I'll I'll accept that. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) The cost of a monthly subscription to World of Warcraft is increasing by a whole pound. Jesus. To 9.99 a month. Dong Nukyong with bloody... Go mental at that kind of increase. <laughs> that's you know, that's quite a large jump. That's like that's more than ten percent increase. Yeah, that's twelve pound a year more. Yeah, that's yeah. when you consider they have like what seven million users. Well, let's look at this, Gareth, a minute. Okay. In in the you know maybe they're doing this because they're losing players, so to kind of make up for the players that they've lost. They are, it's kind of like the social system, whereas the people that are dropping out, they're kind of like the people that are not paying towards the... Fucking hell. Do you know what I mean, though? So, obviously, <laughs> the ones that are still there, still playing, their money, their uh, contributions have to go up in order to maintain World of Warcraft from what it is. Because it released... Did it release in 2004? It's, yeah, it's been going a long ass time A long now. time, yeah. 
Although they, I believe they said that like um, if you're already subscribed, um, then it won't be increasing. I think that's the case. Well, oh, that could be something else. The paid, uh, <laughs> paid for MMORPG. Or is it MMORPG? Well, I hope the trend continues, so eventually they'll have, like, ten people left playing it, each paying £48,000 a month. <laughs> that would be really good. That would be brilliant. And Gareth will be one of them. <laughs> I haven't played... Well, I have played... You have, Walker, yeah. You used to but be I didn't right like it. Show. Didn't like it at all. You but didn't the, like yeah. it. But it's yeah. a mouse-clicky click attack game. You love those. Yeah, I do love clicking a mouse. Well, like the news of the World of Warcraft subscription increase comes just as they announced a uh, release date for the next expansion pack. So there you go. It's like you know it'll you cost might have you more, yeah. But we're going to release the expansion pack, so everyone will, won't give a shit that it's gone up by a pound. I, I just think that Gareth probably left World of Warcraft because he's making too much progress. Because we like <laughs> we like to know that you like to battle against it, don't you, mate? I didn't. I don't like it. I made a panda and then it attacked things and it was boring. And that was it. You made a warrior panda. Well, it was more of a more of a warlock <laughs> panda, but that's that's neither here nor there. Warlock panda. <laughs> if ever there was something that sounded less threatening, I don't know what it is. Uh, Evolve wins best of games com award, which uh, Don has refuted. Yeah, uh, that's a lie because Bungie definitely announced. <laughs> That Destiny would have been voted the best game of Gamescom. Well, so, fight, fight, you know. fight. The thing <laughs> is that Evolve won uh, best action, best multiplayer, best PC, and best Xbox game. So yeah. maybe Destiny won like best PS4 game or some shit. Nah, I'm pretty sure they won best yeah. game. Just best game. Just best Probably. game ever. Just <laughs> of all time. Just best game. Just it's a game. It's the best. Destiny. Best it, Wii U game, and it isn't even on the system. It so even won that one. Yeah. It won best game, not on the Wii U. <laughs> there we go. Mortal Kombat X to reinstate absent finishing moves. Yeah. Yeah? You happy with that, Gareth? Yeah, what's not to like? Do we know what What's your favourite like? finishing move? Uh, well, that's not... It doesn't mean specific ones. <laughs> you know what mine is? Go, go on. I kind of stand with my legs spread... <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend is in front of me and she's kind of got my shaft. Oh, Gareth, and you should have known this was coming. I honestly did not even connect that it could be rude. She's kind of just jerking it and then she's got her mouth open and as she looks at me, I finish. And I make that noise. Oh, Jesus. Right, Zelda fans petition <laughs> Nintendo to name characters... Zelda fans. They are very passionate Zelda fans, aren't they, Gareth? Yep. Yep. Petitioning to get Robin Williams as a character in the next game. Oh! Is that true? Yeah. True, they're petitioning for it, yeah. (laughs) I thought that was a really bad taste joke. (laughs) No, that's the the news story you're reading from that I sent you. No, I just look at the thumbnails. I just thought Don was being really inappropriate. The thumbnail is of Robin Williams. What did you think it was going to be? Hang on a minute. Mine isn't. (laughs) No, it's it's not. Oh, yeah, it is actually. It's (laughs) Robin Williams playing a Wii U. Oh, no, not a Wii U. You wouldn't sink that low. Um, It's just a normal Wii. uh, Sorry about that, Don. 
alright. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, uh, do you think that, that that would be adequate? Well, it's not going to bring him back from the dead or anything. But... Oh, <laughs> too soon, Don. Oh, <laughs> too soon. You know, he was, he was, you know, he's a big, uh, big Zelda and Nintendo fan. He'd been in adverts. Him and his daughter, obviously, named his daughter Zelda. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> after the uh, the Italian plumber. Sorry. And, um... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and, uh... That's how guy would say, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, in Mario, there's all the characters pivotal to the story progress. <laughs> and it can't be that hard for that. I mean, you know, there's a million, you know, NPC characters, you know, in Zelda games and in Pokemon and whatever. They can easily yeah. fit a they can easily fit a Robin character. Exactly. If anybody has a name for a Zelda game, it's Robin. Like that's yeah. just that is probably already a Zelda character somewhere. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Robin's, you know, it's got to be Robin Williams. You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> Hi there. What's your name in a village? Hi, my name's Robin Williams. Okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe you'll be a Smash Brothers character. A special downloadable extra. <laughs> See, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be quite good. Right. Dressed up as Mork. Oh, too soon. Uh, right, what? this was Shareplay <laughs> oh, Limited to 60-minute gameplay. We were speaking about this as well last week, weren't we, Gareth? About sort of your scum friends trying to get you to spend money so they can play your PlayStation 4 games from a PlayStation 4 they've probably stolen. <laughs> well, it was a really weird series of events because like, when they did the Far Cry 4 presentation at the Sony press conference at Gamescom, they re- released details of how it was going to be that one of your friends could play the game with you without owning the game. But it turns out you get like 10 keys and then you send that to a friend and then your friend can jump into your game with you. Uh, which is fine, like whatever. But then at the same time, they also announced this share play thing, which lets friends jump into games with you without needing any kind of random key bullshit. And we were like, you know, what's the point in the Far Cry 4 thing at all? It doesn't make any sense. But then it comes out that the share play feature is limited to 60 minute gameplay sessions, which is just stupid to me. I, there must be a technical reason for it, but it just it takes off so much of the impact of that feature to add such a weird restriction like this. Well, I guess they're doing it to stop you know, you know, one friend buying a game and the other one just playing the entire thing you know, through their system. How long is it before you can do another section of 60 minutes? Or is it just uh, one on do, an you account? Can, if you, as soon as one ends, you can just start another one. Like it's, oh, that's all right then, Gareth. But it's, it's not, because it's like, <coughs> it just, it's one of these things where sounds good on paper and then they just keep layering on the complications on top of it until at yeah. a certain point no one's going to use it because it's just, there's too many restrictions. A bit like soda streams. Exactly. You might as well just go and buy a bottle of Coke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but Gareth, you know, you look at it and you think, oh, that's amazing. But then when you look at what you have to actually do, like change the cylinders and stuff like that, what Don says, you know, just just buy some Coke. Yeah, put some vodka <laughs> in it and it's a lot better. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the, uh, the, the main cool feature I thought would, this would be implemented with last week, we were talking about it, was like, if I want to play... <laughs> ban you. If I wanted to play like Borderlands 2 with somebody, split screen, they could be at home on their PS4 playing the bottom half of the screen, and I could be at 
home on my PS4 playing the top half. But now, after an hour, it's just going to shut off. So obviously that's not going to work unless you. Yeah, just then not... you just load up your last save point, which is like probably two minutes from where you stopped. But at that point, like you might as well. It, at that point, it becomes so inconvenient to play that way that you would just probably buy the game yourself. I'm I'm thinking, Gareth, a light bulb's just gone off in my head. Mm-hmm. Like you know, in in the car. Yeah, exactly, Don. That kind of thing's <laughs> just literally happened. Um, maybe it's kind of Sony trying to be this kind of because <clears throat> they know that kids are going to probably want to do it as well with their friends being a bit more um, responsible because you could imagine it if it was like oh they allow the children to play indefinitely together and they encourage people to be inactive uh, if they actually say like no we make it cut out after 60 minutes which if you look on the warnings of epilepsy things and that it says Oh, after six minutes, please take a sixty minutes. Six minutes would be awful. After <laughs> sixty minutes, please take a fifteen-minute break. You know, so I think it could be something to do with that as well, because they know that children are going to probably be using it and stuff like that, and they don't want like lawsuits of children on the floor shaking because you know they let <laughs> play a game together for nine hours at once. Could be, but it does. I think it it does allow them, like what Gareth was saying, having having a you know a mate play the you know the second player co-op or you know versus uh or, then actually as the ps4 can do this it opens up to developers to maybe enable that functionality you know themselves within the game because if it's not being used as a ps share function it's just something built into the game by the developers yeah. then they might allow an unlimited access you know for you to have a second you know your mate play co-op you know co-op with you for an unlimited amount of time because it's not technically using the share play feature then and it sells some but it's at least to... possible. But it means it's at least possible because it's it's there. It's going to be a feature. So hopefully it can be exploited a bit by devs to a slightly more okay. Because I don't want to keep degree. poor Paul waiting. Uh, Ubisoft to stop yeah. developing for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 after 2015. So, <laughs> so yeah. in another year and a bit. Then. Yeah, another year and a bit. You know, you that's enough have... for another what seven or eight Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> good. That's good, Don. That's gold. <laughs> no, see, no, that is good because they do get released far too regularly and you just hit the nail on the head. I only just got used to the idea that Assassin's Creed Unity was happening and suddenly Assassin's Creed... You got another one. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Jesus, I'm bored of it after Assassin's Creed 1 as well. I just, I can't, I just can't anymore. <laughs> just yeah. can't. <laughs> it's, all, it's all the same at the end of the day, isn't it, Gareth? What's all the same? The Assassin's Creed games? No, Clouds. <laughs> but anyway, Ubisoft have become quite a, uh, an important developer, you know. Have like, they? Yeah, 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 big time. Watch Dogs. You've got yeah. um, you've got Far that Cry. division coming, Far Cry, yeah. um, Assassin's Creed. They've really built themselves up to a respectable company. Yeah. Now all it takes is for them to become evil and Watch Dogs. <laughs> <clears throat> Right, so did you want to say anything more about that? <laughs> I don't think so. As for the bit right. of news, yeah, it's good that they're going to dump the old consoles and just concentrate on the new gen stuff. Too. So hopefully it won't hold back any of the uh, development being a bit more creative. Apparently that's a problem these days. Because I've, still got, <laughs> I've still got to look at the 360 and PS3. But... Uh, there's, there's plenty of other people that can be assassins. Plenty <laughs> of room for creativity there. <laughs> yeah. As long as they wear a hood... Women for a start. Oh, oh. 
Hot yep. button. <laughs> hot point. What's that game called again? Hot stuff. Super hot. Super hot. Super hot. It's video game music time. Uh, those of you unfamiliar with Minecraft uh, probably have an idea in your head of what the game is even though you've never played it. Um, but it's actually uh, a deeper experience than you probably think. It's capable of moments of real beauty and gorgeous scenery and putting you uh, in a world that inspires as much wonder as Skyrim or some of the more expansive games out there. And the soundtrack actually really helps that. The soundtrack's a big part of adding to the overall ambience of the game. And I think uh, I've chosen a pretty good track that illustrates that. So if you thought uh, Minecraft was just, uh, you know, kiddie playtime, oh, jolly, let's all have fun with the kids. Uh, um, it's not. It's more serious than that. Uh, it's got a nice tone to it. And uh, that's perfectly encapsulated by this track from the official soundtrack for the game, Sweden.
So myself, Gareth and Don were given quite an important assignment this week, and that was tracking down battlefield expert Paul Lynn. Let's hear how we got on. Right, Gareth, Don, I've received an important message from DICE, makers of the global hit Battlefield. They have sent me this letter that I shall now read to the both of you whilst we are in this plane. Kind of like the Expendables, but not PG. <laughs> Gentlemen of the Game Central podcast, we are writing to you today regarding a grave issue. One of our secret informants, Pauline, has gone missing. His identity has been kept a secret by ourselves, and it was never revealed that he had any time to be working with us. He left earlier this year as he said he wanted to live a showbiz lifestyle. He then set up his YouTube channel, Lynn will fix it. He was forced to take down his channel and the last place he was seen was a guest appearance on the Game Central podcast some months ago. He seemed highly intoxicated and it is a worry to us that he may have given away classified battlefield information. Find him and kill him. <laughs> Guys, obviously I'm not thinking about killing him. That would be wrong and none of us are killers. Gareth, I know that Battlefield Hardline review copy is tempting, but this is Paul we're speaking about. He is one of us. If it was Guy, we'd have to talk about it. He is somewhere on the outskirts of Russia, in the snowy mountains. We land in ten seconds. Yes, it was a very fast journey. Oh, it's going to be a bumpy ride. Gareth, you're scared of planes, aren't you? Yes. <clears throat> have you ever been on a plane? Yes. I haven't. Oh. Yo. Have you bought that uh, heavy sack full of letters? <laughs> of course I have. Why would I not bring a heavy sack full of letters? Well, ever since Paul quit his uh, Linal Fix It channel over six months ago, all this mail's just been piling up. And I it thought has. if we bring it to him, it might re-kick his imagination and his love for Battlefield and helping people. Oh, it's freezing out here. What are you wearing underneath your coat? Uh, I accidentally uh, left on my clothes from last night when I was at the torture garden, so I'm a little bit nippy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Gareth, what about you? That beard and hair must be keeping you warm. Yeah, but I, I foolishly forgot to wear any clothes underneath. Mm. I thought the coat would be enough. It's so cold I'm considering shaving you, Gareth, and wearing you as a coat. It's like a pelt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would just sling him over my shoulders. Oh, but anyway, we're here now anyway. Are you guys okay? Yeah, we're good. This is a weird place. It's called the, the Paul Lynn Inn, which is quite nice. High probability of us finding Paul Lynn at the Paul Lynn Inn. There you go. Not a very good thing to do if you're hiding from assassins. <laughs> I can't see Paul Lynn around here, can you? Uh, no. He's got a very uh, distinct look about him. He has. We would spot him out of all these Russians. <laughs> Hello there, bartender. We have come to speak to a man named Paul Lynn. We were told that he was here. There is no Paul Lynn here. Please turn back. Look, I know you're a bit Scottish and Russian. <laughs> <laughs> we know he is here. We mean him no harm, we are his friends from England. Ah, he has another friend who sometimes comes. 
He has a young boy tattoo on his leg and very long arms. He brings Paul the daily paper, but Jufri, I've never seen you before in my life. We are big gaming fans. My name is Rob. I play wrestling games even though I'm not a fan of the sport. This is Gareth, bronze on League of Legends. Right. I have heard of this man. Why do you continue to play it, Gareth? Uh, I'm, I'm a masochist. In Russia, people <laughs> speak of you. What do they say? The man who never make the progress. <laughs> I'm in bronze one. It's not like I'm in bronze five. Well, no one knows the answer as to why he still continues playing. This here on my right is Don. He gave his PSV away to a young Indonesian boy. That's all there is to know. Nothing suspicious. And I don't know why anyone would presume there would be. That's right. They're yeah. all rumours. They're all rumours. And they haven't been confirmed. Nope. Nor shall they be. Ah, yes. He has told me about the Game Central podcast, people. He said that one day you would come. Please, follow me. about this guy it's a bit strange he sounds really familiar he does <laughs> please wait here I have to turn off my automated robot response system stop please wait do not move if you do you will be exterminated you have been warned oh guys it's you hey it's me Morris guy reprogrammed me to the NC you and which stands for counter unauthorized nullification turret you may have noticed that i have a women's voice now well that was guy when he reprogrammed me he gave me a different voice he made me play soggy biscuit with him and then after that he made me give him a push through poo he reprogrammed me as a weapon to, to protect paul from dice's ninja assassins none of them have come for him I did shoot a stray dog the other day, if that counts. Go right ahead, he will be so pleased to see you. Dot, dot, dot. We have to all meet up again sometimes. Thank you very much, Maurice. Wow, fantastic. <clears throat> Paul, we're here for you. Hello, lads. How are you doing? Hello. How are you going? There he is. Looking egg. What, Paul? Have you had a good journey? That's this anyway. <laughs> it, was, it was quite quick, actually, considering that we've come all the way from England to Russia. Yeah. Very yeah. good. I'm very impressed. You've got a longer beard than Gareth. Well, mine's a proper man's beard, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I can't, I can't grow a man's beard just yet. I've seen more hair on an egg. <laughs> Must have been a pretty hairy egg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so how are you doing anyway, Paul? I'm very well, I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, we, we, we've been looking for you everywhere. We've been waiting, we've been looking in on the internet for rumours about where you may be. We've been looking at um, phone boxes to see if there's any kind of advertisements up. Well, we might have turned on hard times. To be honest with you, Rob, it's actually better for, you, for your own safety. It's, it's better that, that you just don't know where I've been. And, and we appreciate that. I know. <laughs> we need to, you to answer these letters from your fans. 
Okay. It will bring back your passion to come home with us. And that's what we want to do. We want to bring you home. Fire away. Let's no, no, play. No, no, don't fire away. No. <laughs> no one say anything like that because we War don't want to hell. <laughs> and it never changes. No. You work there, man. <laughs> Let's play Little Fix It. Right, Paul, as you know, as you are, Paul, you are the authority in all things Battlefield-related, and people would often write letters to you asking for you to help them out. You didn't have to do it, but you did, asking for nothing in return. Well, there was that one incident, but we won't go into that. <laughs> Let's go into my sack to see what we have. Right, so this is a nice little letter here. It's got a nice little picture underneath. Hi, Paul. I'm a big fan of yours, and I always like to see your cheery face in the mornings when I watch your show. I'm having a bit of a Battlefield problem. I've just bought Battlefield 4, and it's very laggy. I can hardly join any games, and most of the game types are either broken or unavailable. For a new release, this is not acceptable. Do you think DICE will act quickly to release a patch to rectify the problem? From your number one fan, Chris. As you can understand, some of these letters are pretty old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, well, you know, I mean, I, I've been away for some time. Yeah. Over yonder Vale and Hill shooting things. But anyway, anyway, Chris, uh, in a nutshell, and Gareth ain't going to like this really, I suppose, <gasps> but most of the problems have been on the PC version and the older consoles. Um, the new consoles, I don't know whether they've just been optimised differently or what, but personally speaking, and from other people I know, there were a few hit detection issues, things like that, but it's running smoother silt now. So my advice would be to throw your PC in the bin and get a PS4. Controversial, some people would say. You don't have to you... throw it in the bin, though. You could sell it. <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could just put it in another room, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just as long as you're not looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't look at it. Get it away not from really, me. I mean, to be honest with you, I have no idea why, because obviously, generally speaking, the PC version of any game is usually superior. Yeah. Um, but for some reason this time... Obviously, the, the next-gen consoles have caught up a little bit, you know, the kind of... I would class the PS4 as sort of between a, a mid-range PC upwards, but it, the, there's no way it could run out like... Um, is it that Elite Dangerous that Dave Woods is always harping on about? Yes. And it looks really nice, to be fair, but I've heard that they will be bringing it out for the new consoles at some point. So yeah. You know so much, Paul, and I wonder DICE want you dead. <laughs> <laughs> You have to right. find me first. I exactly. hope you weren't followed, Rob. I hope you followed, mate. We, we were very, very uh, particular to cover our tracks in the snow. Don got out of his gland and kind of swished it along the snow to cover our <laughs> footprints. He's got a big slab of meat. Plus, so, with, with, yeah, with Maurice watching the door, with the C-U-N-T <laughs> watching the door, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Right. You've always got to have a C-U-N-T watching that door. <laughs> Don't right, worry. So, the whole place is wired in case it all kicks off. What, to explode? I'm afraid so, yeah. Oh, Excellent. Geez. Hi there, Lynn. You are a hero of mine for many years. I've just been given a PS Vita from Kind Englishman and want to ask <laughs> if you will be bringing Battlefield anytime soon on the system so I can play. I do not have a console at home. Thank you. And that is from Ping Chut. 
what is asking me if, if it's coming to the PS Vita. Yeah, if it's coming to the PS Vita, a port or a standalone game. He's probably got two ups on that one, I would say. He's got no up and bob up. Well, there you go. Sorry, Ping, but it looks like you're out of luck with that one. Just be grateful you got a PS Vita given to you. Kids these days. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> um, Paul. Yeah. You're so sad, yeah? Everyone knows COD is the best, unique. I can't quick scope 360 on Battlefield. Only ways to play Battlefield. A nice letter there from Call of Duty fan XX Elite Snipes XX. Wow. The thing is, from, from, from where I stand, I mean, I, I would a big Call of Duty fan, and I'm pretty sure I'll buy the new one. But yeah. the two, the two totally different games. I don't think it's safe to say this is better or that's worse, because Call of Duty is more like a, it's a twitch shooter. You know what I mean? You just, it's like, I, I class it as a game of TIG. You're just running around, and that is, it takes a lot of skill. We didn't Back used to field. play TIG here in London. Is that a Yorkshire thing? It's a Yorkshire thing. Off ground TIG. It's the best game ever. But um, Do you like to explain it. Uh, basically, one person tigs you, yeah, and then you just run around like your hair's on fire. And just, it's, it's 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 anyway. We're drifting off subject. Yeah. Here. We we, okay. we used to call it tick, tick. Yeah, tick. Right. You tick and someone, then, you say so tick. So basically, someone touched you and you ran around going mental. You've never heard of tig, Rob? Really? No, what about tag? Tag? Did you play tag? Yeah, it's the same game as that. It's tag, tig, tag, tick. They're all the same. Or so it, it. Yeah, you, you are it. You're it. Yeah, it's the same we're not very game. creative, really, here. <laughs> I think we're all on the same page. It's just different <laughs> colloquialisms. Yeah. Such a, such vast culture on this show. Thank you very much. Mm. So well, you anyway, were saying... Yeah, yeah where were I? Yeah, the, all this college... I don't like all this... I've, I've never been a fan of this term fanboy, because I think if you're a fanboy of anything, if, if you give your allegiance to either a game or a company... They don't give a crap about you. Just go pick you what you like. You pick what you like the best. Um, for me, Battlefield is a totally different experience, especially lately because with the site, um, we've been squadding up quite a lot. There's about five or six of us now from GC Lives. And it's oh, a total, yes. as, as Gareth will tell, it's a total different kettle of fish. You're all communicating. You're all doing the same object. It's very, very tactical. Call of Duty is more of a single-player th- experience. It really is. Fish seems mm. to be kind of the ongoing topic here this week. Uh, what, what I would say is this. In Call of Duty, you can call in an airstrike. In Battlefield, you are the airstrike. There we go. Hi there, Paul. Dice no longer respond to my emails, so I was wondering if you could help me. Could you ask them if Battlefield Hardline is coming to the Wii U by any chance? The second screen could be used as a map. <laughs> Or to reload, please. Just a port or even. A spin-off. I look forward to hearing from you, Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> um, if it were up to me, everybody should be able to play Battlefield, but I really don't think the Wii U hardware could actually handle Battlefield 4. That is a shame. Well, but... it, no, actually, to be fair, it could do it with 32 players, but once you play it with 64 players, it's it's just... Yeah, and anything else is like weak sauce, and you just you can't be bothered with it. Mm. Is that another Yorkshire saying? Weak sauce. Yeah, yeah. no one needs weak um, sauce. It's more <laughs> of a northern thing, I think. Yeah, because we don't really down in London, we don't really talk about the different strengths of sauces. You just <laughs> eat it and just don't really complain. I'm sure as, as Gareth will back me up here, sauce is quite a big deal up north. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Paul, how are yeah. you? Me, I'm, I'm fine, man. No, no, no. You, I'm, I'm reading these letters to you, Paul. 
Mm-hmm. Paul, how are you? I've spoken to a few friends recently regarding online gaming, particularly Battlefield. I've never owned a console before, but Battlefield seems like something I would enjoy. Now, my friends tell me not to bother with online gaming, as the games are full of children who use inappropriate language and words of a sexually explicit nature. Now, before I go out and buy myself a PlayStation 4, could you please 100% confirm that this is indeed true? I need to be sure. If this is not the case with Battlefield, could you please recommend any other games where I would encounter such expletives from prepubescence? I have never played computer (laughs) games before, but something has come up recently, and for the foreseeable future, I will have quite a lot of time on my hands. And that's from Rolf uh, from HMP Bullingdon in Oxfordshire. Oh, no. Right. Sounds like a posh chap. Um... It is. It is quite expensive up in Oxfordshire. The Bullingdon Club, in, in uh, the Prime yeah. Minister, remember that? Yeah. Anyway, so where were we? Yeah. Um, personally speaking, whenever I play online, Rolf. If, yeah, Rolf. Is it Ralph or Rolf? Rolf. 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 Mm, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate name, but anyway. Um, whenever I play online, the only time I actually use the chat function is if it's somebody I know. Otherwise, mute. That's my advice. Okay, so you've you've not got a game that you can guarantee to go on and be sort of hearing children making oh, sex. Is he actually wanting to? Oh, hear he, yeah, Rolf wants that. <laughs> All right, well, I think he's uh, he's probably asking the wrong person. Okay, excellent, Gareth. Do you have any sort of games where you hear? Uh, I mean, famously, Call of Duty is a. So I guess infamously would be the better yeah. word. Infamously well known for having. Lots of American boys swearing very loudly. Yeah, lots of very yeah. uh, naughty children. I think that's basically what he's looking for, to be honest. <laughs> so there you go, Rolf. If you're looking for that kind of stuff, Call of Duty is your game. Um, this is the last one here, Paul. It's not so much a Battlefield question. <laughs> I think it's just a personal message someone okay. wanted to get to you. Yeah. Hey, Paul, where have you been? <laughs> Haven't seen you on a line in ages, buddy, and I'm missing the pictures you send me. With you being away, I've had to take charge of the clan. You could say, I'm the leader, I'm the leader, I'm the leader of the clan, I am. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, online, I say. All my love, Gary. So, it's nice to know you've got friends out there, Paul. People who care about you and want you to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need you. Whilst you've been away, you'll never guess what guy has been doing to your family. Your mum's been making him cakes. And he's taking your sister's hand in marriage. If that's not a reason to come back and save everyone, I don't know what is. <laughs> well, you know, the, these things happen, I suppose. Who, who am I to stand in the way of young love? Who are you? And if you remember, it mm. was on this very podcast where we first introduced them to love. Well, I can remember you sort of acting a bit like Leslie Phillips and Guy just acting like he was going to crawl up and die out of embarrassment. <laughs> As someone who's now met Guy, yeah. does he act like that in real life? Um, to be honest with you, he's, he's coming out of his shell a little bit more. He's obviously he's a very he's, he's, he's very much like he sounds on the podcast. He's quite shy. But now, you when your sister said hello to him, did he go? <laughs> <laughs> Which did. I imagined him doing. Yeah. yeah. You do so realize now, you do realize our Hannah will probably be listening to this when it comes out. I hope so she does. Just, Hannah, you know, run. <laughs> One way you still can. No, he's um, he's a he's a really nice block. He's a really nice guy. He's um, you know, 
I mean, put it this way. If I were to object to him seeing our Hannah, he wouldn't be seeing her. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a threat guy. No, not not from me. It's it's me, it's my mother that's got to be scared of. Okay. Could she actually really hurt him? There's two things I'm scared of in this world. The sea and my mum. Wow, what if your mum was swimming next to you in the sea? Well, that's just that's just the stuff of nightmares, isn't it? That is. So, Gareth, do you want to ask a few questions about Battlefield or are you not too bothered? Well, we'll get to that in what we've been playing, I'm sure, but... Uh... For now, oh, that's where we're going now, isn't it? Gareth? Yeah, I th- think we need to get back on the plane to sort of get Paul in home, you know, get him, get him, get a few drinks in him, and then talk about what he's been playing out here. Yeah, just relax. Maybe Russia. we can do it on the plane back because it is quite a long ride. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, sit in the quiet section of the plane so we don't <coughs> have to have the sound of a plane all the I'm way re- through the entire. Last <laughs> I know session. that would be pretty. That would be. I've got to be honest with you, guys. I've got to be honest with you, I'm really looking forward to getting back to Blighty because Russia and that's okay, but all the all you do is eat potatoes, drink vodka, and shag women, and that's about it. Oh, that sounds oh, awful. Yes. Sounds terrible. I'm staying, guys. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> okay, then. Well, Enjoy we... the flight home. <laughs> um, you do know that they're Russian, Don. <laughs> <laughs> that just so... means I don't understand what they're saying, which is even better. Yeah, Always that's another one of you. <laughs> Excuses. Any language where you don't know the word no is a Very language nice. that Don, Don wants to stick near. Go on, Don. Uh, just leave me a coat and I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Thanks. Okay, then. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Let's go. Bye. So we're back on the plane now, on our way, and we might as well talk about what we've been playing. Don, obviously, is stuck in Russia. Um, Gareth, what have you been playing this week? Played some League of Legends, which we obviously don't have to talk about, because... Is that like one of them card-based games, things, what you do? It's a mouse attack game. All right. I'm thinking (laughs) of um, something else. (laughs) Clearly. It's a clicking... It's like a... It's like a strategy game, but you only control one unit. Right. And it's 5v5, and I'm in bronze. Are and you? everyone keeps, never, everyone never, keeps never going on before. about the fact that I'm only in bronze. But yes, I'm still in bronze, so we don't have to talk about League of Legends at all. Don't worry. <laughs> but um, what I did do this week was I watched a full playthrough of a PT which is that horror demo that they put on the PS4 for oh, Gamescom. Yeah. Scared the bejesus out of me, that did. You played oh that my one. god. I, I had a little go. It just I looks t- unbelievably t- terrifying. It is, trust me. I, I, did I, it with, I, I, I surround sound headphones, lights off, and I just did it. I walked down this corridor and I thought, nope, turned it off. Yeah, that's <laughs> not, I, yeah I, I don't know how anyone can play that game for more than like a second. The graphics in it are unbelievable. Like some screenshots you see of that demo look like photos. It's, <coughs> it's amazing, but oh my god, it's so scary! <laughs> yeah. And I sat there, I sat there uh, watching somebody play through it with my the remote control for my TV, like covering half of my eyes. 
Oh, so you weren't actually playing it? No, I, was, I watched a playthrough. Because I don't have a PS4, scared. obviously. <laughs> I was watching someone else play it, and I was still terrified. Yeah, it's, it is very scary, to be honest with you. It's, it's a lot scarier than Outlast. Yeah, it's it's really clever as well. Like the Psychologically idea. Psychologically scary. It's not like, but it's it's just you, you're walking along and you, you're just thinking, and it preys on your mind. You, you know, exactly. I remember the, the, the old Silent Hill games. Yep, they they were brilliant at that. You know what I mean? You you, you hear strange noises and very psychological horror, which is the best kind. Yeah, well, that, obviously, because it's going to be a Silent Hill game. That's <laughs> very much in line with what they're going for. Mm. Um, I would say to people. If you don't have access to a PS4 or it's too scary for you to play yourself, maybe go on YouTube and watch a playthrough because it, it's the kind of thing you need to be aware of because the graphics are so incredible and it's so effective for just quite a simple idea, really, for a little teaser, but so well done. I think a lot of people are saying, like, you know, can a teaser be game of the year? So, you know, that's the kind of the quality of the product. Um, I personally watched um, Giant Bomb did a quick look uh, where Patrick Klepik played it, and that was really good because he plays a ton of horror games, so he has a lot of context, and it proper scared him. So that was a good indication that it was actually scary and not just scary for my pussy demeanour. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm very easily. Scared. There's actually a playthrough on the site on GC Lives. Is it Lee Sherlock? He posted um, him playing it, I think. Oh, uh, well, I, I'm sure there's like a billion playthroughs of it on YouTube by now. Why don't you do one, Paul? Well, by all accounts, we, I will be able to do that shortly on the PlayStation. I'll be able to put it on YouTube yeah. with the next patch. I would watch good. you playing PT. It won't last right long. You'd see me. You'd hear me going along the corridor, scream like a girl, and then turn it off. That's that's all. That's what I would want. That's the only reason I would watch. Yeah, and I, I do. I do. I do scream like a girl. Me and Anna will play on Outlast sometimes, and she's sat there going, Ooh! and then something happens, and controller goes up in air. That's it. I'm, I'm a total pansy when it comes to horror games. <laughs> you should get her to play PT. Record that. Gamers love women. Mm. you'll get a million views just by having a woman do it guaranteed you'll be a millionaire that's how YouTube works right right you make money you're suggesting I should pimp out my sister to the gamers <laughs> hey well, no I'm, I'm with you it's, it's, uh, I've promised that plan it's money is money of course it is I think you should get Guy to play it whilst Anna's there because he'll try to be macho and be like I'm not scared this isn't scary but then Obviously, it will be because it's terrifying. <laughs> and I will be more than happy to pay money to see that. <laughs> I've got to be honest, right? The thing with Guy and him did make me laugh because at first he were kind of, he would always pour in a little bit of cold bottle of the PS4. It's not all that, it's not all this. But yeah. now that he's actually sat, because he, he, he never liked Battlefield, now he's sat and played it on mine and he's had a, he's, I think he, he's got him, he, he's getting, he, all, all he keeps saying is he'll put pad down and go, I've got to get a PS4, I've got to get one. <laughs> so I think he'll be getting one soon. Good. He should. Mm. For far too long, Guy has denied the existence of this generation. Well, Nintendo fanboys are all the same, aren't they? <laughs> that is true. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, League of Legends, watch this PT playthrough, it scared the shit out of me. Um, next week, I'll be playing a lot of Guild Wars 2, because I just... My account got hacked, like, two years ago. Um... 
and I didn't really care at the time because I'd already sort of finished playing it, but um, I just today actually got my account back, so I'll be playing that over the next week. So look forward to hearing about a two-year-old MMO (laughs) on the next episode. Better late than never. Yeah. Oh, I think Rob might not be listening. Do you know what I think it is? I think Guy's actually here, and that's one of his awkward silences. (laughs) (laughs) He is famous for him. Oh, Oh. you what? I'll tell you what, whilst Rob's not here, Don, what have you been playing? I I have uh, gone back to uh, Halo 4 um, in preparation for uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Um, just a bit more matchmaking. I never finished um, leveling up to rank 130, um, so I figured I might as well do that. Noob. Um, so I'm, I'm back up to... <laughs> yeah. I'm back up to... Where am I now? 126. I've only got four levels left. Um, and hopefully finishing a proper legendary playthrough because I never finished that first time either I got a bit stuck somewhere and I couldn't get past a certain level on Legendary for ages and ages went back to it the other uh, few days ago and just went straight through it so <laughs> same story with a lot of games as you'll find you yeah. play them to death you get stuck somewhere just take a break go back and it's a it's a cakewalk um, so I've been doing that and I also played uh, Dishonored which was this um, uh, this month's second game, game uh, Xbox game. Gold Dishonored re-download is yep. garbage. You're not a fan of you, though, Gareth. <laughs> no, yeah, no, Gareth doesn't like it. <clears throat> I've Gareth actually like Pulp Fiction, for God's sake. Pulp Fiction is rubbish. <laughs> you can't say that. It's not rubbish. It really is. Well, you're in the minority. There's mate. some good... I know I'm in the minority. That's. I'm, I'm more than happy to admit <laughs> that I'm probably wrong. But mm. I, I finished watching Pulp Fiction, and I turned to my girlfriend, and I said... I thought that was shit, and she went, "Oh, thank God, so did I." So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so there you go. But yeah, um, I didn't like I Dishonored. Thought, um, my issue, I, I thought, I always thought um, um, Shenmue was a pile of crap. The game. Never played it. It Never looks crap. It. I always thought it looked crap. But yeah, it looks this, really boring. There's a lot of yeah. gushing praise written about it. You know what I mean? It's the best game, and they've got to make a third. No, the dogs. It was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it was like boring. <laughs> It was fighting from Virtua Fighter and just some guy looking for his dad and beating up sailors and stuff. It was just boring. Yeah, I mean, not every single game has to be exciting, you know? No, one, does it hell? One game can be different and be boring if it wants, but it's not going to be for everyone. Where's Rob gone? He hasn't thrown another hissy, has he? No, he's, he's sorting out some technical stuff. He'll be back. Oh, good. He's sorting out Maurice. <laughs> Probably. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so you played Dishonored, Don? Yeah. So it's uh, it's not too bad. It's it's not a game I'm particularly, you know, I'm not that fussed about whether I complete it or not. I'm, you know, a few hours into it, uh, it's all right. I can, you know, I can already see where the story's going and and the rest of it. Um, yep. And the gameplay mechanics are kind of, I mean, they're pretty much laid out um, within the first hour or two, um, with all the all the uh, the kind of abilities you can acquire. Um, so it's it, it's actually it's well executed. It plays pretty well. All the the stealth stuff works very well. Um, it it just does feel a little bit like a game I've played before. Um, it's you know, but it's a polished version of something that I've, I've played several times in other games before. Um, but it's you know, it's it's a fair enough game. I don't. It's not a poor game by any means. That you know, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the art design's pretty good on it so far. 
for what Don, it is. Don, can I ask you something? Uh, yes. Did you have you noticed? And this is something that stood out with me when I played Dishonors. Why have all the characters got? Who? <laughs> that was a weird time for it to come. Why have they all got? And he's been assassinated <laughs> <laughs> straight away. Are you dead, Paul? Oh, yeah, he's gone. Okay, he has actually gone. He's actually gone. He's gone, but I'm back. Oh, jeez. Hey. There you go. So, poor Paul Lynn. That was absolutely oh, upsetting. But he's coming back. By there we assassinated go. during a, a talk no, about a game about I assassination. I have reanimated his corpse, and he'll be with us in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, Paul Lynn. Hello there. Oh, thank you. We Sorry. had a communication breakdown. I think it, I think it was them Russians after me again. And Do you know what? I think my positive me. thinking actually worked there, Gareth. <laughs> yes, it was somewhere. perfect, wasn't it? Yeah. Please continue. Yeah, I was just asking Don when he was playing Dishonours. Do everyone? Why did they give him all such massive, massive hands? <laughs> I know it sounds silly, but if you look next time, they just the hands are just like four times as big as they should be. Do you know? I haven't noticed that. But Next will, time you look, you will, and you'll just, every time you play now, you'll go, "God, the massive of those hands!" <laughs> Probably aim for their hands now when I'm shooting at people. Yeah, oh, you can't miss them. <laughs> you'll aim for the head and hit the the pinky. Yeah. <laughs> did you um, play Dishonored, uh, Rob? I did, Gareth, and like you, I thought it was a very overrated game. Um, it was. I don't know. People seem to get so hyped by it. I like the level design. Don't get me wrong. I love the sound design, all done by the guy that done Half-Life. Yeah. Um, fantastic, that sort of coastal um, art artistry. But the thing I really like the music in it as well. That's, that's it, it's lovely. But the thing that really got me is that, you know, you've done these things, these choices, but you never really got the sense of, oh, I wonder what would have happened if... It funnels you down a very sort of linear progress. You think that you can do all this stuff, but... At the end of the day, you're either offensive or defensive using stealth. And for me, that kind of... I didn't really feel like... I thought if I was going to do it by stealth, I wanted to be 100% stealth. And when it sort of failed and I had to resort to gunplay, which wasn't too satisfying, I felt that I'd failed in the same way as if... I didn't think it was a great stealth game and I didn't think it was a great action game. Yeah, I think a lot of people, when it came out, were just like, a new IP? Oh my God! And just proper fawned all over it. But yeah, like, they try to give you the illusion of choice, but then there's just, like, two endings. Good ending, bad ending. Well, good good ending, evil ending. And it's just completely black and white, completely arbitrary. There's no middle ground, there's no subtlety to it. Just you're either good or you're either evil. And the Johnny way Depp's it decides, in it as well, isn't it? Is he? That that guy who appears to you looks like Johnny Depp. He does actually. The weird mm. demon guy they never yeah, address in any way. Sort of turns up here, have these powers and go do this. It's like, all oh, right, okay. And you'll probably learn about me in the sequel. Well, uh, this is it. I mean, I think the game, to be honest with you, really did encourage you to play stealthily. It didn't make a hat, you know. If you're running all guns blazing, I can't imagine it being much fun. But I yeah, love, I, yeah. I love sneaking about me. Yeah, the stealth never just never really worked for me. Like as soon as you're spotted once, mm. that's just it. The, like, the game's over because the guards will then just be in it's random walking it, paths. I suppose. And... Realistic, I suppose. In some in some some ways. Yeah, but I don't want realistic in my game with massive hands where rats are roaming the streets, <laughs> giving everyone the plague. Proper massive hands. Like when there's Tesla coils, like. 
I kind of throw realism out the window. And also, it's a computer game as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is as well, isn't it? Oh. Paul, don't spoil the illusion. We like <laughs> no, to treat I'm, our I'm, games I'm, seriously. I'm, 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 I'm agreeing with him, to be fair. I'm agreeing with him. And is this what Don's played? Yeah, Don. in, in Don's defence, he got it for free. So you can't really complain. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I enjoyed it anyway. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll play a bit more through it. I mean, I've, I've not got, you know, I'm only a couple of hours into it. What does Don think of it, Gareth? Don is Don is no longer capable of his own personal talk. Don's Don's torn. Uh, he doesn't know if he what he thinks about it just yet. Yeah, don't don't send me off. Right. <laughs> so is that all you've been playing this week, Don, or have you been playing another few other free games? No, I I, I just played that Halo Four, and I was going to go back and complete the last three percent of Tomb Raider, uh, but. I I, something came up when I was about to play it and didn't Is that it. 3% of the story or 3% of mundane collectibles? That's uh, 3% of mundane collectibles. I have 100%. Excellent. The, the story is 100% finished nice. already. I completed the entire game 97% the first time without trying. But someone, I enjoyed it. It was a good game. Someone who likes um, free games is Paul Lynn, isn't it, Paul? Well, you, because I've yeah. no choice, really. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, to be honest with you, um, if, if, if the if the PS Plus wasn't service wasn't as as good as it was, um, I think my PS4 would be collecting dust a little bit because the trouble is when I went when I bought it originally, um, you know, I'd had a tax rebate. I was thought I'll buy one while I can, and there were all these you know there were um, what The Witcher Three, Arkham Knight, uh, Drive Club. There's a couple of others as well that were meant to be out this yeah, year. Yeah, if you're looking forward to Drive Club, they've all been pushed back. Yeah. Love golf games, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> so, sorry to take, uh, interrupt, but you said your PlayStation was collecting dust. No, I didn't. Um, you said it would be. I said it would. It be, I said it would have been if it hadn't been for the PS Plus. Out of the comedy club, there was a joke that won, um, and this yeah. was it. I'm thinking of selling my Hoover. It just collects dust. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Yeah, right, there you go. Sorry, sorry. Have you put a lot of work into these jokes, Rob? No, it wasn't me. I'm not going to take credit for it. It was okay. like the funniest joke at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival or something. Really? Yeah. That's a, that's poor, is that? I, I liked it, Paul. It's a, not, not a bad joke, but, you know, to be thought the funniest joke of something. Like, no. Well, so you don't know the quality of the other jokes? I could really have five jokes off that are way funnier than that. Go on and do one now. <laughs> go. Right, this is the Irishman walking down the street and a guy pulls up in a car and, says, could you, and he says, could you tell me the quickest way to Dublin? He says, are you walking or driving? He says, I'm driving. He says, well, that's the quickest way. But, um, <laughs> oh, but that's just racist. <laughs> I, 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 well, my family's Irish, so I'm allowed to say it. Yeah, but why does he have to be Irish? Why can't he just be a man walking down the road? Because, <laughs> because, the, because stereotypically Irish people are portrayed as thick. Oh... See, that's why this the Tuva one won, because it wasn't hateful or generated hate in any way. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. That Hoover joke sucks. <laughs> Terrible, wasn't it? It is awful. That's that was me making a making a joke. We yeah. got it, good old guys. Alright, good. <laughs> Thanks everyone. Thanks. I'll be here all week editing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Gareth, when you say that, could you dub in like a, a sound effect of a tumbleweed rolling across? 
Yeah. Yep. D- distinctively known for their sound effects are tumbleweeds. <laughs> no, but just sound like wind, wouldn't it? Known for their loud sound. Tumbleweed that's done anyway, dear, dear, dear. Tumbleweed that ran over somebody's foot. Yeah. yeah. Killed a cat. Right, so Paul, that, that's what you've been playing basically this week. Isn't I it? haven't actually said what I've been playing. No, yet. he's not. He's not said anything. <laughs> You interrupted him. We were just before talking about got... dishonoured. Yeah, it's not, it's not my fault. You sloped off, is it? <laughs> I've been rewriting the um, turret section, so oh, have you? Okay. Within our universe, I think you should change it to a machine gun nests. That sounds better. No, no, because it's C-U-N-T, isn't it? Right. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's your podcast. Do what you want. Hey, no, listen. Look. It's a C-U-N-T, which stands for Counter Unauthorized Nullification Turret. Uh-huh. Yeah? Yep. Gareth, please do some good editing. Man, okay. I know, it's going to be hard. That's what she said. I'm looking right, let's to. go. Go, Paul. Uh, right, this week, I've been playing a lot of Fez. Um, Great game. It is. I, I didn't mind that, but I went on to FIFA. Well, I haven't played FIFA. You, since you know, FIFA you don't 10. have to play games in alphabetical order, Rob. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I like Fez. I like Fez because it's. I, I like a game that makes you think. You know what I mean? I've been sat. Sometimes you sit there just looking at the screen and you spinning it around, going, "Well, this is impossible. This is." Imp-. And then <laughs> it's like a little light just from the heavens just opens up in your brain, and it, oh, there it is. And the, the sense of achievement is is brilliant. Really which is, is the, the whole idea of it. It gives you that sense of, yeah, I've done that. And it's I just want to keep going back and doing it. It's like, I keep going back to trying to, which I love. Hmm. Um, very similar in some ways, because you can be stood there thinking. Um, what else have we playing? Doki Doki Universe, which was complete and utter nonsense. I couldn't work <laughs> out what was going on. Although, to be fair, um, neither could Hannah or anybody else. But what's going on here? We turned it off. Um, <laughs> I've been playing uh, some some war game where you shoot things, battle something or other. And oh, I've been uh, playing uh, shoot field. Some, something in a hedge. Is it battle hedge? <laughs> but the main the main thing I've really been impressed with has been the Last of Us remastered. I've yeah, been stuck into that. I actually invested, as I'm sure you're aware, in some virtual surround sound headphones. Uh, Seven point one. It's the first time I've got a proper headset. Mm-hmm. And it, on the PS4, there's actually a dedicated app for The Last of Us, wow. which, which impressed me. And there's also another one. You can change the settings. You could have it set for shooters, action. It's very, very good. Um, so I bought the, oh. I bought the um, the called Sony Gold headphones. Oh. 75 quid. What? Whoa, that was quite aggressive. <laughs> I just wanted to talk to you about headphones. I'm not being aggressive. It's the, we're from, I'm a Yorkshireman. We say what? We don't mince as words. I've been trying <laughs> to teach... Me and Guy were in pub the other day, right? And we're playing pool, and there's these three lads stood at end at bar, end at table. Hey, hey. And every time Guy's trying to... He was sort of just trying to squeeze round them and, excuse me. And I says, Guy, will you just tell them? Say, excuse me, can I get past? And I've, I'm, I'm bringing him up as a Yorkshireman. He's, he's doing well. <laughs> Didn't he just sort of stretch his arms around them and then onto the table? <laughs> It does have that advantage. He has got arms like Mr. Tickle. I've got to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, you know, I sometimes put on my headphones. They are the Turtle Beach ones. They mm-hmm. cost me £180. They were like one of the last things I bought. Yeah. Um, 
on when I worked at GameStation because I got like a 30% discount. And you know, they're still, like you say, some of the games they've got like stereo headphones and stuff like that, haven't they? The sort of mm-hmm. where you can switch to specific and like playing stuff like Max Payne Free where you just get that bass and stuff like that. That's what you need is a real bass. And when, you, when you're shooting, you can really hear it. And it's one of our senses, you know, along with vision. Like obviously, people don't put enough into the audio aspect, I think. In the, you know, they'll buy a PlayStation 4, they'll buy a good TV, and then they'll mm-hmm. play it through their shitty little tinny speakers. What they yeah. need to do is they need to invest in the same with the audio side of it, because games nowadays, they're made with that in mind. And if you want the total immersive experience, you really need to invest in the audio as well. It's improved it, I would say, tenfold for me, because yeah. like, so I've never had a headset. I've had, I've had headphones, obviously, but I've never got, like, <laughs> you know... What proper, are these things? <laughs> what are these modern technology, but... It's the first time I've actually spent a little bit of money on them. And, yeah, yeah it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. Just don't get Dre beats. I love it on Battlefield. I can hear them sneaking up behind me to try and stab me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how it works, because it's the headphones, virtual surround sound, but a bit of witchcraft, it obviously does something with the speaker, and, and you actually f- think they're behind you. You can hear them as if they're behind you. So I just wait, and just whip around and go, blow their head Gives off. you an unfair advantage, really. Pretty much no, like hacking. not really. So, wait, was that... Were you getting the same effect as that in PT? Uh, well, like I say, I only played that for a bit. I turned it off because I was too scared. So Gareth would shit himself. Because that's the only... Like, because watching Out, it... Outlast just... is horrifying with them on. Horrifying. Yeah. Oh, horrible. I don't want to hear anything sneaking up behind me no. at any point in my but entire life. But that's what I'm life. saying, Gareth. These games are designed for that in mind. So if you have a good head... Good head? Good headset. <laughs> you're... Like Paul says, you know, you don't go back to it. Because like, th- there were bits in that playthrough where, like, the guy will be playing and he'll stop moving and he'll go, I can hear some kind of scratching. And, like, if that was in surround sound, you just hear weird scratching. Fuck well, that shit. I don't with the, with, that with shit. the proper surround sound headphones, you actually feel like it's next to you. Uh, it is very, it puts a totally different slant on it. Just getting scared just thinking about it. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. Want that. But, yeah, how are you finding The Last of Us? Well, I played the first sort of third of it on PS3, but for right. some reason I think I I had to sell it. It was someone's birthday or something, and I had so I sold it. I thought oh, I can buy it, you know, some other time. Oh, cool! But, uh, so before anybody says anything, I do not know what the ending is. I haven't got there yet. Okay, but I'm absolutely I love it. I love it. It's a, I understand. It's a very slow paced game in some ways. I can see why some people don't like it. Because some people seem to think, you know, it's got to be action, go, go, go. But it's a welcome change of pace from Battlefield for me. Yeah. You know, after a good day of slaughter and, you know, it's it's very... And put on The Last of Us, turn on the setting. I'm, I, I couldn't exactly say what it does better, but it just sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. Really, really does. And compared to the PS3 version, people say, oh, it looks just... It, it looks loads better. It, it, you know, it really does. Um, and they've done little things. There's, they've got a new capture camera mode where you can actually pause it. Um, if you're going to take it, you can spin it all around, all of the characters, have a look, change the angle. You can put, you can put different effects on the picture. They've really done... The, you know, it's, it's very, very good. Cool. And then clickers are well scary with headphones on. <laughs> That's like The Last of Us never scared me. It creeps you out a bit, though, doesn't it? You know, then when you're sneaking past the clickers. Yeah, but the problem is, because the clickers, they just like, as soon as they grab you, they kill you. It's like, 
that's not scary because it, it's just basically a restart the level. Somebody killing you is quite scary, though, isn't it? Really? Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, but like yeah. when you know, like, because somebody it does if, get if a bit playing, predictable after a while. The game, that's yeah. The if you get grabbed by a clicker, then you're dead. Like, and everybody's mm. going to get grabbed by a clicker playing that game at some point. And once you realise, oh, when they grab me, I just die and get pulled yeah. back like thirty seconds. Then they're not scary. Then they're just. 30 seconds of your life gone, which isn't really that scary. Whereas, like, PT, you've no idea what the fuck's going to happen at any time. You don't know if when that ghost grabs you, it's going to kill you. You don't know if the ghost is ever going to grab you. Like, I think games will always have that problem. I mean, but what you you know, if you can't have it so you die. What you die and then you have to turn it off and never play it again. Um, you've got to... It's just one of them stumbling... It's not like a film, is it? Mm. A film, you've got a set thing and it, you watch it and that's that. Uh, but I mean, I was talking to um, one of the guys on site, and they were waffling on about, "Oh, next gen, there's no, there's nothing there, and it's all going to be." The-. I says, "Look, I says, games, generally speaking, there's not not going to be any magic leap forward with games on the next gen. It's going to be the same, you know, shooting, driving, flying, whatever. But it'll look and sound loads better, and it'll be bigger, more better artificial intelligence. I think the next big leap forward for me will be virtual reality." Um, you know, I don't think it'd be very difficult for a developer to make a game or a new IP where you look at it and go, "I've never seen that before." I don't know. You know what I mean? No Man's Sky. It's already coming, man. Well, I suppose. Yeah, it, it, I suppose it's different in the sense it looks more expansive, but it's still getting in a plane of flying and exploring, which have been done countless. It's like people were criticizing Destiny for looking too much like Halo, and it's like you know, that's a good thing. I mm. loved that better. I loved it. And I've actually done something I've never done before. I've pre-ordered it digitally to download. Blooming heck. Um, because it's one of them games that I know I'll play. Because it's awesome. Because it's awesome. <laughs> well said, Tom. Thanks very much. Mm. Cool. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that guy chiming in with his awkward silences again? I think so. Mm. <laughs> the only person we haven't heard from is Rob about what he's been playing. Rob, Robert. Oh, sorry, off? my mic was Robert. off, and okay. um, I was talking to you guys and sort of thinking you were winding me up, but obviously you weren't because I had my mic off. I've basically been playing Gareth. One of your favourite games, Max Payne Three. Um, I played it before. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's one of those games that I kind of got for 20p, and I, I really do enjoy playing it. Um, what, what's the problem you have with it, Gareth? The the problem I have with it is yeah. that it's not fun to play. Now, anyway. is that the one where you can get the dog to bite him in knackers? No, that's <laughs> Dead to Rights Retribution. Ah, same thing. It's not the same thing. <laughs> it's a very similar game, though, isn't it? In concept, yes, but execution, they're totally different. Okay. <laughs> in um, Max Payne, you're playing a guy in his 40s. He's an alcoholic. Um, and he's fallen He's a douchebag. I never played Max Payne, you see, so... Basically, what it is, Paul, is there's two schools of thought. There's people like Gareth that think the game doesn't really play, it doesn't really flow as it should do. It's quite infuriating and it's quite limiting. And then you've got the people like me that think it's a 
masterclass in design in that you're not playing a superhero or some super fit guy like Nathan Drake that can dive all over the place. You're playing an alcoholic guy in his 40s. You know, he's seen better days and, you know, he gets into these gunfights and sometimes he hits the environment and, you know, you can't jump around freely. You've got bullet time. You can slow down time. Um, but, yeah, I just really like it. And he, he's an older guy. He's not an action star. He even admits it himself that he's lost it. And uh, sometimes you'll dive and you'll hit a pillar and come out of your focus mode. And some people found that really infuriating. But you just have to take time and you have to really look at what you're doing. And for me, a lot of people didn't understand Max Payne at the time and gave it low review scores. But, you know, they know what they're doing. And it's a, it's a great game, Gareth. It's It's not a great game. It's an okay game. It's good. It's very well presented. Thank you. And the story is... <clears throat> it's interesting, I suppose. It's mm. unlike any other story I've played. But I'd yeah. like you to go back to it, Gareth. You know, it's £5 in Tesco's. Brand new. I and I, I want you to play it with a different mindset. Oh, rather than What playing... mindset should I play it with? You play it in the mindset of who Max Payne is rather than who you would expect him to be being in a game that's a shooter. It has nothing to do with what I expect him to be. It's the fact that he can't do anything without looking like a bellend. Oh, <laughs> but you can play it and make it look good. Yeah, you can. A, you've got to watch out what you do. Don't you feel good sometimes when, you know, there's a guy come around the corner and just as he's about to shoot, you go into bullet time, go over a table, shoot him in the head, it goes in slow motion and you just see his brain splat out. No, because if when you're diving, you clip the side of the table the slightest way, he just ragdolls to the floor like he's just been electrocuted. But you look at what you're doing. I'm pretty sure that if you're in a... Right, but you don't have to, though. Like, you can pay special careful attention to which way you're going to dive so it looks cool, like a shot from an action film, but you don't have to. You can just slow down time, lean out, shoot everyone in the head, and then lean back into cover and stop slowing down time. But you can say that about Call of Duty. Here's a crazy idea, right? Why don't, why don't you just agree that you like it, Rob, and Gareth don't? No, because Gareth doesn't like it for the reasons that are there you... on purpose. <laughs> are you... Do you think it's there on purpose? I don't think you can make him like it if he's already played it. And I am going to make him like it, Paul. Okay. <laughs> he's going like... to take it. Imagine if a game had a mechanic where you could bend bullets round corners. Wanted. Which was quite an underrated game, to be right. honest. And you shit. could do that, but it was incredibly hard to do. Like, it took a shitload of finesse to bend it around a corner. Yeah. And it took ages to master. But the game also was okay with you just running up to people's faces and shooting them in the faces from point Which was range. pretty much, you're talking about wanted. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's fate. the point in going through all the rigmarole of mastering this shitty technique when it's just as effective, if not a lot more so, to do it a different way, which is easier, doesn't look stupid. And but The thing is, Gareth, some people want more. Like Devil May Cry, DMC, fantastic game. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You could go through that whole game using the sword and just spamming it. I bought it. that for that, Anna, for the PS3. Exactly. Devil May okay, Christ. you could Devil. play that at its base level. But you don't. You you know, you swap up the weapons, you use all the different things, you use the grappling hook. 
because it looks good and you feel that you're getting the most out of the game. Well, there's actual reasons to do that, though, like scoring points or doing more damage. Yeah. And there's no reason to do, it, to do it in Max Payne. It feels satisfying that you've got one up on the actual enemies. It's not telling you it to do it either way. It, right, I'm sorry, but one up on an enemy is they have a bullet hole in their head and I don't. That's all. That's the only one up I ever need. I don't care if I did a backflip and flashed my balls at them before I did it. Gareth. They have a hole in their head. I don't. I win. Suck on that, enemies. Well, that's, yeah. that's it. You know, you're very you're limiting yourself. No, Max Payne Three is limiting you. So, what would you have them do, Gareth? What would I have them do? Yeah, they they already did it. No, for for the game that you're playing, the game that you say the way you play it. Maybe if they said, "I can't stay still for more than ten seconds, otherwise my heart blows up." That'd be you good. Just wanted them that to make crank to the around. game. That, oh. would, that would be way better. Crank the game with the exact same mechanic, but if you stay yeah. still for 10 seconds, you die. That would be way better. Well, so maybe they'll add it in an update. You're constantly having to dive out, otherwise your heart explodes. How cool yeah. would that be? You just invented a way better game than Max Payne 3. Thank you. With a flippant comment that you said yeah. in three seconds. And no one's ever done that in a game, and I think that would be really good. That is, right, I'm going to make that game, and I'm going to be a millionaire. And Kickstarter. You can, have, you can have £20. Thank you very much. I only wanted 10 but that's very nice of you. I'm the a second game. Guy. <laughs> thank you. The second game I've been playing this week is Resident Evil 4. Don, you've got to say, oh yes, because you said that last week. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> and, and you know what? I've played it some more since last week as well. And... It's still perfect. Like yeah. there's, there's nothing that you can say is wrong with it. It's just, I don't know what it is about the game, but I was sitting there and I needed to urinate, and I was playing through it, and I was like, okay, I'll get to the typewriter. I've just saved it, and I was like, I'm going to get to the next typewriter, and then you get to that type typewriter, and you think. Oh, but there's a brilliant bit coming up. I'm just going to get to the next part. And, you know, seeing as I've completed it three times on, like, three different consoles, it's it's just absolutely crazy. And I don't know what it is about the game. I think it's so satisfying. It's it's so rewarding at every turn that you just want to keep playing it and seeing if you can do a bit better. And there's no... I was playing it with my headphones again, as Paul was saying, and... Those bits in the village where they're all just sort of giving you a siege. Yep. It it feels so it's so good, and I don't think that kind of feeling of dread has been matched since because you know you're up on the roof and you can sort of hear them behind you coming up. They're banging on the doors, but then you can hear one upstairs, and you know it's a really effective medium. That you know, with today's technology, we could do really well. You just you kind of feel like your back's against the wall. And I think one of the things that hurt Resident Evil was being able to move while you're aiming, mm-hmm. because it was kind of that feeling that you know you kind of shudder, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up because you've got this feeling that there's something behind you. Yeah. You know, you're dealing with these guys in front of you, but all the while you're really aware that there's something there behind you. Yeah. But you have to sort of drop your guard to then turn around and face these guys and 
being able to sort of look around the name freely really affected that in later games. Yeah, um, and there's there's no situation where also hearing a chainsaw w- wouldn't make it less scary. Oh yeah, like, and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. We're, I know we're talking a lot about headphones, yeah, but you know, just hearing that in the background is just um, it, it's just you know you're dealing with those guys, but then you can see them in distance coming towards you. And again, I think if Shinji Mikami can bring that into the evil within. You know, I think that hasn't been on my radar, but playing one of his games again since then is it's really got me looking forward to it. And if you think if anyone could do it, he can, because I don't think he's really ever made a bad game. So all the games he's been a part of, I like Shadow of the Dams even. Um, yeah. Is that the one where his, your girlfriend chases after you and gets you? You go into like an alternate universe, don't you? And it's like hell. So I think I'm thinking so. of. Yeah. Yeah, and she's laying down and you're running across her body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, I'll be back in a second. I've just been downstairs, so if, if you don't hear See, me... See, you're talking about naked women and he's off. <laughs> yeah. Won't be long. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm just... <clears throat> I don't know how they're going to bring Resident Evil back around again. Um, but for me, that, that was the magic. Resident Evil 1, 2 and 3. In their time, they were good games. Well, you um, know, they're going they to remake one. Maybe they'll but it's just, just what I'm saying, do the same. I don't know if it was the Shinji Mikami magic, because let's be honest, Resident Evil 4 is one of the best games ever made. Yep. And it was set out to be a completely different game. I don't know if you've seen the alpha footage. Yeah, with the ghosts and stuff. With the ghosts and stuff. It was going to be like Resident Evil flavoured. But at some point, the guys just said, you know what, we're not doing this, let's just scrap it. And that's genius. You know, you can't, you can't fluke that. Like the guy actually knew that this idea he had was far superior to what had gone before it. And you know, that's why I'm starting to look forward to the evil within again, is because to have that confidence to just go in and scrap a whole, scrap a whole studio's work on your own hunch, because you've got this belief, and then actually deliver this game. I don't think there's anyone else in the game industry that can do that. And I think it's kind of been downplayed a bit. And people go, oh, Resident Evil 5 and 6 weren't that great. No, they weren't, because Shinji Mikami wasn't a part of it. And, you know, could you imagine him walking in onto the development of Resident Evil 6? He would have said, yeah, scrap all of this. This is awful. (laughs) What are you even thinking? And the fact that that got out of Capcom Studios, they've they've let all of their great minds and geniuses go. And Capcom and I are just a joke. And five I will say was that good. five was good. Five was just amazing. five was just a co-op Resident Evil Four. Yeah, like that's the way me and my friend looked at it. We played the whole game next to each other on a couch. Co-op Resident Evil Four, and it was amazing. Yeah, which already takes away what Resident Evil Four was good. Was I thought, I thought one it of was, strengths. I thought it was very average, to be honest with you. Well, Resident Evil 4? And 5, yeah. Paul Lynn, are you saying Resident Evil 4 was average? I am, yeah. Oh, my right. God. So, uh, we're taking Paul back to Russia, then, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I think we should. Yeah, we just open the uh, the side of the cargo plane and just yeah. push him. Just, just Don't worry. This way. Paul, I'll what survive. was it about Resident Evil 4 that was <laughs> average? Well, 
I'll put it to you this way. I played it at my cousin's house and he were harping on it because he's a big... I mean, I used to play... I can't remember which one it was now. You know when that guy used to chat stars, that big guy? Resident Evil 3. That, that, you know, that were really good, that. And then he got the new ones and I was sat playing it and it... The trouble is with a lot of games and I suppose they've got to do it. They've got to try and cater for the, the masses in some ways. Yeah. So that sometimes they kind of veer off what were what were true to the... What, what made them really good in the first place. It's like with Silent Hill. The first two were brilliant, but then it just got a bit, you know, it's yeah, one of them. Yeah, that's what saying, Paul, but I don't think you can hold it against Resident Evil 4. That it's not I don't, like I don't hold it against Resident it at all. It just, it just didn't really do it for me, that's all. It was Have scary put... in different ways. It yeah. was bold to try something new, I think. Like, when you have that giant invincible thing coming after you in a cage, like, nah, that's some fucking scary shit. Yeah, I don't like mercenaries for the same reason. Like any other game mode I can play, but mercenaries, it, it kind of it makes me feel helpless. Yeah. And you don't really ever feel that you're empowered. You don't feel that you're just going to destroy everything in your path. It's just a case of how long am I going to survive for? And I kind of don't like that feeling of impending doom. Mm-hmm. And that's what Resident Evil 4 does really well. In some situations, you don't feel like you're the big bad man. You feel like you're literally a guy that's trying to sort of survive for as long as he can. Oh my god, that moment in Resident Evil 4 when you first get the um, heat-seeking scope yeah. for the rifle and the way you have to use that. Yeah. Holy crap, that is an incredible sequence that is terrifying. And, I, and that's what I'm talking about. And it's just, you know, like Paul says, he likes Resident Evil 3, but I don't... I don't consider it, you can't really compare it at the same time or hold it against it. It's different. I love Resident Evil 2. That's my favourite in the series. I wasn't criticising the game, far from it. It's just, it wasn't, you know, there's, there's a lot of gushing praise written about, said and written about certain games, which maybe it's just me. Paul, did you play it after you gushed it at your friend's house? <laughs> no. I played it for about three hours and I played it a few more days, but it, put it this way, it didn't grip me enough to go out and buy it. I think that you should get your headphones on, <laughs> download it in a dark room, play it by yourself, and it'll be a complete... It's not the sort of game you can go around a mate's house and sit next to him and, you know, start... Because, you know, how far through it was he? Oof. Um, I can't remember now. It's a while ago. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. I think you really have to experience it from beginning to end. I was probably get... drunk, to be fair, Rob. No, me. Well, there you go. Well, let's just drop all that in. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> the next game. Uh, 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 the, other, the last game I've been playing uh, this this week is Borderlands 2 on my PS Vita. Um, is, it I, is, it, is it good on the Vita, then? Doesn't it lose anything? Paul. It's great. The only thing it loses is the fact that enemies just explode rather than drop and die on the floor. The draw distance is a bit compromised. And this is what I was talking about last week, which I thought we got a really good point across, is that the PS Vita, it's its own downfall. And what I mean by that is there's not a big enough audience for it. Plus Sony have pretty much abandoned it, I think. Yeah, and the reason is, Paul, is that you know it's too expensive to make games for because it's sort of in an awkward position between being more powerful than the PlayStation 2 but not quite as powerful as the PlayStation 3 in that it's going to cost a shitload of money for developers to make the games so basically by being so powerful 
it's created a rod for its own back. The user base isn't there for companies to justify making games for it and see a profit or return. It's, it's just not viable. I, I'm very tempted to buy one because you can, on some games, use it like the, the gamepad, you know, on the Wii U. Yeah. And um, also... Um, like the idea of that. You can do. And it, it's... I was abs- When I got my PlayStation 4, um, I used the, func- uh, the, the remote functionality and it was so impressive. Um, you know, I went upstairs and I was playing um, Need for Speed... What's the new, new, nearest one? Is that Rivals? Hot Pursuit, is it, or something? Rivals, isn't it? Need I Speed Rivals? I think it's Rivals. Yeah, because there was that... Uh, they were going on about all the co-op stuff last E3. Yeah, you know, like when they were saying, we are the road. You'll be you driving down the road and a random person will appear yeah. and you'll just race them. And I was playing it up there and it was totally no lag. It looked brilliant. And I was really impressed by it and I was showing everyone that came when around. When did you get your PS4 and- up? I got it on launch, but I sold it soon after because Need for Speed was the only game I played I on it. Say, yeah, I thought you had the Xbox One. Yeah, I had both of them, but I just thought to myself, you know, um, there's only one, only point in having one next yeah. gen machine with the games that are out at the moment. Mm. Uh, pick one up when it gets a bit cheaper. But Borderlands on the PS Vita, the PS Vita is such a great, it's a great handheld, and we've spoken before about. People used to say, oh, I want quality, console quality gaming on the go. I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to do that. My The dream is to kind of get console quality gaming, but play it on the bus. And people have realized that's not actually what they want. They don't want that. They don't want to play Uncharted on the bus because, like I said, you have to look up every now and then to see where you are. Make sure you don't lose your You stop. need something short and sweet on a handheld, that's, don't you? That's it. And, uh, you know, that's what 3DS does. The games are not as expensive to develop for. They've got a vastly superior install base to be able to buy these games. And that's why the 3DS is winning. Um, I, I, I took mine back. It gave me a dick. <laughs> I bought a 3DS when it, and I thought, well, you know, because I saw one cheap. Got yeah. Mario on that and, I, you know, and I'm trying it. And you've got to hold it at a very specific angle, aren't you, to get the 3D yeah. effect. And after a while, it was just, I thought, I, 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 I just don't want to hold it like this. I want to lay down on my back or something. And yeah. you give me a headache, so I just took it I, back. I turned it off, the 3D yeah. effect. I think once, once you get over the sort of what it does, mm. you know, you can go back to 2D quite easily. And I did enjoy the 3DS. But there's just something about the Vita that you hold it and it just feels like such a, a wasted potential. Um, and there's a lot of ports on it, like Jack and Daxter Trilogy, fantastic. Dynasty Warriors 8, fantastic. Borderlands 2, fantastic. God of War Collection, fantastic. You just described Dynasty Warriors as fantastic. <laughs> I love Dynasty Warriors. And obviously oh, no yeah, one's going to back me up. A guy used to back me up when, in regards to Dynasty Warriors. But there's just something about running into a pile of men and just taking them all out and finishing them <laughs> off. Living the dream. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, you know, the the PS Vita is such a sad, sad story because it's not like it's a crap handheld. It's not like it's the N-Gage or that Gizmondo. It's a lovely piece of kit. I mean, I've, it I've is. really well made and that, but they just they just seem to be, you know, it's one of them things, isn't it? They're it's not pointless. throwing money at it and if it's... I think handheld gaming was, I don't know, I think it's a bit of a fad, a bit like the motion controls. Yeah, and it's a pointless console, and that's what it's become now. Mm. There's no reason to buy one. The only person that's going to buy one is someone like me that, you know, they sometimes go on commutes, and it takes me about an hour to get to work. And, you know, I'd I'd like (laughs) to play Borderlands 2 in that time. 
But for someone that says, oh, give me a reason to buy a PS Vita, there isn't one. There isn't a genuine... It, it, it looks fantastic. Like, Killzone Mercenary looks fantastic. And when you've got the older model as well, because they tried to cut costs by putting in an LCD screen in the new ones rather than the OLED screen in the uh, older ones um, that just gives a brighter, crisper picture. And, you know, on full brightness, when you're playing Borderlands 2 and using the gyroscope for the old um, aiming the sniper rifle, it's just fantastic. And I don't sit there feeling that I'm playing a compromised version of a game because that's what it used to be on handhelds, didn't it? You'd get the console version and then you'd get a sort of cut-down Nintendo DS version, um, which I never really understood why people would buy. But people would buy, like, I remember playing Driver, because I like the recent Driver Frank San Francisco, so I bought it on the 3DS. And you always felt that you were just playing some sort of quick pull, mm. cut-down version, but you don't feel that on the PS Vita. You feel that you're playing something that's genuinely worthy of your time, and it is up to the standards of a console game. But the problem is you can't sell that to people like John on the street with his kid. You know, yeah, like, yeah. If you go up to somebody and they say, you know, should I buy a 3DS? And you go, yeah, they got a Mario, yeah. they got a Pokemon on there, they got Zelda, they'll be like, yeah, that's awesome. But if they say the same thing about PS Vita, you know, should I buy a PS Vita? You go, yeah, they've got an Uncharted game on there, they've yeah. got God of War on there, they've got Killzone. Why about on PS Vita? But, but like yeah. nobody wants those games, and the reason I know that is because they put all those games out for a Vita, and no fucker bought them. No. Whereas Pokemon, they bring out a Pokemon game for 3DS, boom, ten million sales. It's like Nintendo Hunt. have the trump cards. Like yeah. they can make a 3DS, nothing out for it for a year, and then Ocarina of Time, Mario game, Pokemon, boom, like Mario Kart, all those games sell shit tons of 3DS. But that's the thing, Gareth. I think. You know, Nintendo have played the intelligent game all along in that they've seemed to know what we haven't all this time in that when we do get to console quality gaming on the go, people won't want it. That's what uh, Sony were chasing with their PSP. You know, with it was nearly as good as a PlayStation 2. I think 2. it was more of a um, technological exercise for them to see if they could do it. Mm. Yeah, and they thought that people and would want And they did, to be fair, to they did. And, and they've done it. But Nintendo sort of always knew in the back of their mind, no, let's just stick with what we're doing because this is what people want. And it's that truthful thing saying that people don't know they want something until they've got it. And sometimes it's the reverse. People think they know what they want until they've got it. So that's a sad story. (laughs) You got that the wrong way around, Rob, but never mind. Would you like to say it for me because I'm getting quite tired? It's It's 10 o'clock. Paul, can you say it? (laughs) Can I say what? What I got wrong. You meant to say um, people don't know what the people don't people um, don't know what they want (laughs) until it's gone. They don't realise that they want it until it's gone. No, no, that's not it. I think I was right. People don't know they want something (laughs) until you give it to them. What if they want it and then it's gone, but it comes back and then they still don't want it? A bit like the Engage, because mm. they made the Engage and they made the QD after that, mm-hmm. and then they still didn't want it. But what I'm saying is, Nintendo's philosophy seems to be people don't know what they want until you give it to them, like the Wii. People weren't really thinking about that, but then when they gave it to people, people wanted it. 
And sometimes giving people what they want isn't the best way to go about business. Yeah. Do you want to that, collect that help, monsters yeah. and then fight with them? No. Play yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> and suddenly you do. That's it. And obviously because I'm sad and sometimes I look on eBay for like people selling off loads of magazines, like gaming magazines in bundles, and I'll go around their house and I'll pick it up. Um, and then I'll read through these magazines. And you read like Games Master from the uh, uh, like late late 90s when Pokemon was just coming round. Yeah. And they're very dismissive of it. And, you know, people, they're, they're not like, oh, this is the next new big thing. They're like, oh, this recently released craze in Japan called Pokemon translating to Pocket Monsters um, is selling well in Japan, but we doubt it'll ever get a release over here because it's so niche. You know, and that's people, they don't know what they want until they actually play it and they go, hang on, this is brilliant. And it's really interesting when you do read the old magazines and you see stuff like Metal Gear Solid being previewed in Edge and they're saying there's something good about this game, but can a game that doesn't rely on um, action as its centerpiece and rather avoiding trouble rather than confronting it, is that going to be a recipe for disaster? And, you know, people thinking back then, you think... Why would I want to play a game when I'm where I'm actively avoiding action and having fun? But then you put it in someone's hand, then they realise, hang on, this is exciting in its own way as well, trying not to get caught and trying to navigate away from the action. And it's just things like that. Having people like that, and we were talking about Shigeru Miyamoto earlier, people that's not Shigeru Miyamoto, Shinji Mikami, these are people that they know that. They know that sometimes you have to kind of stop something mid midway and change it completely and give it to people because there was a big uproar when they tried to change the viewpoint for Resident Evil. And again, I'll refer back to my magazines. People were in uproar and they were like, oh, what are they doing with this beloved franchise? And then when people played it, they were like, hang on a minute, this is excellent. Now the Resident Evil games of old feel a bit clunky. Code Veronica feels clunky and unresponsive. This is the way forward. So sometimes you need them people to just come out and say, you know what, this is bullshit. Let's just do something radically different. And I don't know how I got from playing Borderlands 2 to this. But I think that <laughs> this been, is just... It's been most illuminating, Rob. Let's just illuminate each other. It's just been some guys yeah. sitting yeah. down at 10 o'clock at night just talking. Just four guys sitting in a circle, illuminating each other one at a time. Yeah. 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 As the actress said to the bishop. <laughs> Isn't it a nun said to the Pope? Or the Pope said to the nun? Again, Paul, you just confuse me. Because you live in like another reality <laughs> where everything's sort of upside down. Rob, Yorkshire isn't a place. Yorkshire is a state of mind. I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it is because It's also a type of tea. <laughs> there you go. It is. It's also the most uh, most visited place in Europe, apparently. <laughs> Well, you know, Which I like people from me. Yorkshire because... I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they are. Because when I was working <laughs> in GameStation, I didn't really come across people from that sort of... But as soon as I got into, like... Is everyone there still? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But as soon yeah. as I got into education, you start meeting people from all over the country because obviously they're coming to London because yeah. they, they studied in Yorkshire. And I find that the Yorkshire lasses, as you put them, mm-hmm. they're far more laid back... Than the ladies from London. Well, I, I used to work down your neck of the woods when I was younger. Thank you. And it was okay, you know, it, um, did me, you know, young man thing. But I, what I found is the only thing that really changes is the accent, usually. 
Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a, that people from certain part of the country are a certain way. I suppose maybe some northerners, northerners maybe a little bit more outgoing, perhaps. Yeah. I suppose, but that's that's the only difference I found. There's, there's good and bad people wherever you go. Paul, that's really upset me, to be honest. <laughs> Why? You seem to just want to disagree with everything I say today. Well, <laughs> you know, I'll bring you around to my way of thinking soon, Rob, don't worry. Thank you very much. It's all right. It's good. That's what you want. Succinct. Yeah, to the you, point. You don't need to use a hundred words when three will do. That's that's. I think that's a Yorkshire thing. It is. That's Straight to the point. N- no flannel. Exactly. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was no hint of aggression at all, Rob. I promise you. No. Right. So Gareth, that all obviously gets cut. Okay. Um, <laughs> we just now now we're where I just talk about the PSV. Sad story. So that's it for another Game Central podcast this week. Thank you, Paul, for joining us. No problem. Anytime, boys. I hope our rescue attempt wasn't too rugged. It was okay. I got a a bit choppy coming over the North Sea, but you know. Well, there you go. You are from up north, so you're going to be around that sea. Yeah, we're here in one piece. That's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And Gareth, it's been absolutely lovely uh, being with you again. Um, I know you think sometimes... I'm a bit weird, but I am. Uh, Don, thank you for your continued support on the podcast. It's been nice to meet you, Don, anyway. Well, Uh, good to have you on, Paul. Sort of me, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's sort of me. It's a 21st century way of meeting people. There's no need for physical bodies anymore. We're just talking heads. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You're not. You're a a lizard chameleon. So that's been it for another Game Central podcast. Thanks for joining us this week, Don. You're welcome. Good to see you. Gareth. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. And Paul. Thank you for having me. I would see I love having you. Um, Gareth, <laughs> would you just like to enter the competition details and tell us what's going on there? Uh, well, unfortunately... It ends on Wednesday, so <laughs> by the time people are hearing this, it'll already be over. But, you know, somebody's won a copy of Transistor. A very lucky person. Thank you. The website will have won a copy of Transistor. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at GameBanter. I'll post when uh, the podcasts are up, any future competitions and stuff. And if you review us on iTunes, it helps us out a big time, massively. So please do that. Please. So from all of us here at Game Central, thank you for listening once again. We love you and we'll be back for episode 32 next week if we haven't all fallen out. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Look, I know you're a bit Scottish and Russian. <laughs> we know he's here. We mean him no harm. We are his friends from England. Say hi, lads, guys. Lads, I'm behind you. No, Ooh. that's not a script! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you can't just. It's, yeah, we're not just riffing here. We're not, we're not just making it up as we go along. To be honest with you, Rob, I actually, I actually thought you were just making it up as you're going along. No, this is fixed. It's not an improv <laughs> drama class. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it up. <laughs> oh.